Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Live around Australia on SEN Track. Welcome to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays. Gray's Bistro Takeaway, pick up or free delivery in sale. Order online from 5pm daily. Hello and welcome to Sale Sundays. There's been a studio change here, so just... Just bear with us for a moment. Tomo, Tomo and Michael are both working with me here to try and get some cans, and I'm about to put them on. And three, two, one, the magic of radio. Uh, we're going to get the Peacock in pretty soon. Sell Sundays, we're going to find some winners. I'm confident about a couple of races tonight. We know, if we know nothing else in life, we know the Peacock's going to be confident. He's a very confident man. But right now he's upstairs. We'll try and get him downstairs in a moment. Poppy will be with us more fast-talking. Maybe we might leave Bruce questionnaire. Uh, that was pretty intense at the end of last week. Get my mic back on. Yes, that's happening right now. Uh, you are listening to SEN Track. And for those who missed it, um, I'm back in the Greyhound world after Thursday night's stunning success. The Pfizer vaccine, the Fitzmagic and myself, uh, too good in the final race over the Watchdog and the Peacock. And this is the first time I've seen the Peacock since then. So I'm hoping he's taken it well. Very difficult when you're considered a doyen of your craft and your trade, the way Showtime, eBay, Peacock is, and the Watchdog. And to watch two blow-ins like Fitzmagic and myself get the job done over them. But I tell you what, it was a great sign of one thing, if nothing else, with Greyhound Racing. We are not experts. Myself, or Miles Fitzner. We both do the work preparation, know lots about racing from having followed it for many years. But what it does prove to the punters out there is you can find a winner. Early in the piece, you can find a winner in Greyhound Racing. And I reckon Poppy's on the line right now. I don't know how much you punt, Poppy, but this is the one thing I've really found. Like, if you transfer a few of the skills from harness racing or thoroughbred racing over, it's really... Without sounding, without there any being any hubris attached to this, it's not that hard to find a winner in the dogs. And if you can find a winner, you want to you want to keep playing. It's it's like life, isn't it? If you boys can hear me coming through at the moment, not sure that you can, but if you can, um, it is it's an easy game, buddy. It's an easy game. You put in the hard work, you get the results. Okay, I can hear you. You say, you sound like um, I don't know if you're a Simpsons fan, uh, Poppy, but you sound like the boy down the well a little bit. Um, we we we. We're trying to get the boy down the well. Of course, there was no boy down the well in The Simpsons, but I can hear you, but it is like life. You put in a little bit of work, but there's some things. I must admit, one of the things with harness racing in particular, and one of the, one of the, um, one of the obstacles I hear about all the time is it's just too complex and you have to know too much and you have to be able to map them and the tactics and the drivers and all the rest. 
But so many of those variables are taken away in Greyhound racing. Often if you're just able to find the fastest dog, do a little bit of work on some early speed, you're halfway home. I think part of everyone's learning curve should be to sit down and watch the movie Let It Ride. And from there, you've got a foundation of what's involved. <laughs> In punting, is that uh, fair? Oh, it is. And I'll tell you what, I mean, it's patently obvious how much you, you love the movie Let It Ride. I reckon that, that would be your 34... There could be a drinking game. Drink wise out there, kids. But there could be a drinking game here. I don't know whether you're getting a cut of the proceeds from Let It Ride or whether Richard Dreyfus and you are personal friends, but... One of the great movies oh, of all time. Just amazing. In terms of punting movies, I'll tell you what, uh, no, hardly anybody would have seen this. I, it's not really a hardcore punting movie, but I watched a movie called Hard Eight the other day. Tell us right now, actually, 0499 736 736, what your favourite racing or punting movie of all time is. Peacock's looking for some cans, and he can't contribute anyway because he's watched three films in his entire life, so he's not going to be able to contribute. But there are some amazing punting films out there, Peacock. Oh, it's fair to say I'm pretty annoyed right now. I was upstairs, and no one told me that we'd change studios. Yeah, you, you, and I know when you're an angry man, you're a dangerous man. And you might be a dangerous man on the tip and the punt tonight as well, but I'll give you a couple just to set us going, Poppy. Yep. Rounders, you said you'd seen Rounders? I had, yeah, good. Yeah, no, very good. Surely you've seen The Sting? Oh, The Sting one, that's a, that's a great. Just unbelievable. Uh, I'm, yep. try, I'm trying to think of some others. I've watched, in fact, if it's a, oh, The Colour of Money is probably one of my favourite of all time. Colour of Money is sensational. In fact, uh, Tom Cruise in that particular movie reminds me a bit of The Peacock, to be honest. Well, they're about the same height, uh, and also yep. and also Peacock's a Scientologist, so there's a lot of similarities actually there between the Peacock. Tis your uh, copper to the early Peacock, and he's well, he, uh, right now. I, I, one of the things I like to do, as you know, Poppy, is uh, offend without insult. Well, insult without offending, if you know what I mean. But right mm-hmm. now, I'm, if you got the eye line that I've got to the Peacock right now, you, Peacock's you, been he's, he's been off the though time. the last couple of weeks. He hasn't been it's Peacock. In the first two months of this uh, particular show, come across as his happy-go-lucky things were, you know, he's the sort of bloke that skips to work and skips home. But just the last couple of weeks, I reckon you, I reckon you've ground him down to a halt. It's going to be a really testing, testing three hours tonight for him. Hey, no, well, I tell you what, I reckon he'll get the quaddy tonight because he says he never gets the quaddy. <laughs> I want him to tear it up because we're going to get those tears going again. Yep. Uh, not, 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 not the actual tears, not the, no, no, no lacrimal ducks, no crying, but tearing up those quaddies to try and stagger them up. But I tell you what, Peacock, last week we'll give him a little bit of a break. We started on Simone Bowles and he fell asleep for about 20 minutes. So that, mm-hmm. that, that, that was a difficult part because he wasn't really invested. He, since then you've, you've looked into it a little bit more, yes, Peacock? Yeah. Yep. She, she's back. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. What a dramatic recovery. Oh, mate. Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah, I'm a bit like you this week, Peacock. I just, I'm not even going to talk about it this week. No, it's it's, it's pathetic to even mention it at the moment. There's better things to worry about. You know what we might talk about? Race one at sale. They're on the track. Yeah, small fields early, but. Um, and there's Debbie Tons that always makes life hard. Have you found one for us in the first Peacock? Oh, the three will just put them in the bed. Absolutely brain them. Uh, look at one of you. At a, what is dollar seventy? Yeah, okay. Seventy yeah. percent on your money is not too bad. Okay, fair enough. Yep. So this is an interesting situation a little because cheeky multi, a little cheeky multi with the seven in the next. Well, I've be, got I've I've got one for you later too, boys. Really? I've got one. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to mention, and I'm on fire. Uh, but the peacock will tell you. I'm on, we're on fire lately, yeah, aren't we, yeah, peacock? Yeah, I, I, are, you, are you two in your little chats doing your little multis together? Yeah, no, yeah, no, we're aren't you a couple just of ju- sweethearts? Yeah. Just during the week, we've just we 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 passed a bit of information back and forth, and we ended up walking home with a wheelbarrow of money. So that's good. I wouldn't mind. Uh, I wouldn't mind getting a look at these texts to, to be honest. The I, I, I wouldn't mind first. putting them up on socials. Put it on a bit fifty psi. 
Hey? Yeah. They put the wheelbarrows tie up to about 50 PSI just so we can get the thing home. So in the That's fir- right. In the first three races, there, there are progeny of Dundee Calypso, all litter mates, no doubt about it. So it's interesting. This is the first of them. And it is, uh, it's the well-supported favourite, and it should be winning the race. You would have thought, I'll tell you what, you know when you say in race multis, you do, are they with sports bet? Yep. So so even if there's no third dividend, as long as they run top three, does it still work on that? Yeah, and that's the, the, that. So this is where I've been trying to explain to people that there's a cop-out. Yeah. So if there's no third dividend, you can take a dog that you may think will run top three, you take it top three, and then just take the favourite to run top four. Okay. And you'll get like a third place div. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, not bad by you. Yeah. You're a lot smarter than you look sometimes. You've got that look on your face sometimes, (laughs) and I just wonder where the IQ actually sits there, Peacock, but that's actually clever stuff. I reckon up the Dale... Uh, and uh, how that, that name got through? Uh, no, no, uh, no D book for you. But up the Dale gets in. Yep. And what, um, well, what about the what about the sire of these of the the favourite? Have a look at it. Bart's, Bart's out of my way. Uh, <laughs> a little bit more Simpsons. But I, up the Dale's the only one of the race runners with any early speed. It's drawn the red. You don't a cut, one or two of these debutants might not before. I reckon it, it'll. I reckon it'll run a place. I'm not saying it'll run second, but yep. I'm going to go the same race multi. With Dundee, Hornet, and up the Dale. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, no, don't mind it. Yep. All right. So, uh, this, the three should win. They backed it real early. It's getting out now, but they, they had a good go at it early. When, when are you planning on revealing your um y- y- your big reveal here, Poppy? It's in the open tonight. Um, having a chat to a particular person that is having a very, very good run. And he thinks uh, he can take Massimo out tonight. Well, we, 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 two things. We know it's not Massimo, it's trained by a man. So a couple of little hints there from, yeah. uh, from from the great Poppy. So I'll give you some information. How about after race three, as we start to talk about the quaddy, we, we, the, this this one will come out almost as a standout, possibly. I reckon almost. you would have Queen Kathleen on top tonight, uh, Jay Bond. Huh? Eh? i tell you what, I, I reckon it suspends rules for, for uh, old Poppy. We'll go to race one at sale now. Cole Galley doing the calling. A great historian. And both harness racing and greyhounds and also a great caller. So we'll go to Cole now. I reckon up the Dale is just going to run top three here. And the favourite is getting out now. Back out to $1.95 for those yeah. who want to join in. Well, they slam, it always does happen. That's they slam percentage. it early. They yeah. slam it early and then it drifts. But, uh, no rain about. And 12 winners to be found. Hope you're amongst it here tonight at sale. Set for a start. Lou is rolling. Maiden event. They're set. Away they go. Walking out of boxes, Benjamin Rose missed it four lengths and away fast was up the dale, showing speed as Dr. Ernie. Get, up t- the get back down. Uh, up the dale. Up the dale's going to run top so three. Dr. Ernie squeezed up ballistic breeze and Come on, up the dale. Don't come on, three. Come on, son. Just stick with it. Come on, three. Three's home, Come on, three. Rack off one. Come on, three. Boot up. Oh, you're up the dale's one. got there by a nostril to Dundee Hornet. Desley was wide. Out and just off the Up the Dale's one. A great finish in the first. Yeah, that's no good for and anyone. Benjamin Rose, Dr. Ernie didn't have much luck, and Chili Slater, something happened to it. It dropped out a long last. 25. No good for anyone, that. One. Numbers there, one, three, and seven. And I've, I've just got to say this, right? And I know what you've told me, and I, I, you know, and I know what it's like in harness racing as well and in the thoroughbreds with well backed debutantes. And you tell me that it's very solid normally. And yep. I, I reckon over the long term, you're probably right. But my. Over the last six or seven weeks, gee, I've seen a lot of them get beaten. Yeah, no, uh, certain tracks, I think, to be honest. Um, to be on, I'd rather have a first starter at Hillsville that, you know, has seen the track. Clear run. Sometimes the bend starts, you know, they can come across and the pressure can get put on them. 
But yeah. like, I reckon that, tro- that that troll time that they can run or whatever though. They, like, yeah. Whereas it's, like, ne- it's not necessarily like this is this is still their first go in a in a competitive correct. event. Correct. Like it it, it should have won that the three. Well, it, let's let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. On debut, under a little bit of pressure, it coughed it up a little bit, didn't it? Because it was because it, it was like a new it, experience. Yeah, and it, it had just the one. Then, it had the one stone cold yeah. come around the bend. Uh, same yeah, race. Same race. Multi still gets up. Not for me. No, no, that, that's hundred <laughs> percent correct. Yeah, Not for I had the, the three on top, and then the one to top run top four, but that's the risk you take. So, are you ready to reveal or what, Poppy? You know, do, you, do you want to wait and build up the suspense to later? Yeah, well, let's let's just build up the suspense. And Bloody I mean, even, even using that phrase is is helpful to those that are trying to yes. get on early. Well, it is one of my best of the night. Um, is that right? Yes, yeah. suspense. We are, look, you know, okay. Spoiler alert, we've, we've given it away. Uh, suspense yep. rules is absolutely flying at the moment. You have a look at the mm-hmm. recent times, 24-78, 24-79 at defeat behind Aussie Secret prior to that in a free-for-all. I, I, You know what? We had this conversation week one with Dawn Johnson about Massimo. We did. And she likes him drawn inside. The owner likes him drawn outside. I think the inside's going to be the big problem tonight, Peacock. I just don't think he's going to have enough speed to... I think a few are going to get across and make life very hard for him. He shouldn't be favourite for mine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, Suspense needs the row. needs to find the rail. The three will go right and uh, create a little bit of havoc as he goes right out of the out of the boxes. And then they're hopeful that the two finds the rail and will be strong enough to hold off Massimo. All right. Oh, we, we, we'll t- that, that's how that, the conversation well, went. I can I can tell you this. Uh, uh, I'll only have a couple in the last leg of the quarter. I'm going to play aggressively through the quarter tonight. Okay. Um, I've, had, I've, I've had some good success. It's got to be said yep. through the quarters. Uh, so it's, it's now time to, to take the gloves off, so to speak, and have a decent crack. Uh, and it will be my tip in the staying alive for six. And we'll be doing both, even though, just like that crowd noise, even though it's not real, it is real in a way. <laughs> it's, re- it's, it's real if we make it real. If we believe it, then it's real, isn't it, Bobby? Mm. If a tree falls in the forest. <laughs> no, no, it's, it, tonight it's real. Oh, although we've got, what have we got here? I'm just having a quick wander around. 3, 6, 8, 11, 14, 17. Got about 25, 30 trainers here at the minute. 25 or 30 racing participants. Now, normally we'd have maybe three or 400 here. So the background noise isn't what it normally is. But for those people listening and who have got the ability to put on a bet, because you can't put a bet on here at the moment through the tote, uh, or using our EBTs, you need to be doing it you know, through your phone. So for those people who are listening at home, hey, nothing's changed for them. They just need winners, boys, and it's up to you two. Well, we'll do our very best. I, I'm not, I won't say I'm amazingly confident, but I, I, I've had a real good look at them today, and I reckon I won't be too far the away, Peter. The eight will win at Geelong here. All right. The eight will win at Geelong. Tinker Jenny? Let's see how let's see how the Peacock is. This will give us some sort of indication. We'll, we'll grant him the first one, the odds on him going down. Let's see how he goes. If he gets Tinker, if he gets Tinker Jenny at home, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll It'll go win we'll, because I haven't had a cent on it. We'll go. To, <laughs> we'll go to a break. Uh, Michael was doing this gear with me last night. Actually, he said just like you came in last week. Remember at Hill, Hillsville, yep. you just went berserk but didn't have a bet. Yep. He said the same thing about Flemington. Yeah. Well, I just had backed that that one at sale, and it um, yeah got, gets rolled. Here's a little bit of a tip, right? If you're going through a cold streak, we all go through cold streaks. Every punter goes through cold streaks. Yeah. The pros will tell you they go through cold streaks. We've got one eye on Geelong. It hasn't jumped here, Tinker Jenny. Yeah, it's all right. So it's actually a good result. You half don't want it to win, do you? It's staying out of, staying out of bother, but it's well back over only 400. Can it still no, win from there? Yeah, probably nah, a bit nah. too far back now. I'm going to get checked. No, nah, it's in trouble. Yeah, so... I'm seeing them well. Every punter goes through a cold streak, but the trick is... and I, I, I Gamble responsibly. one 800 858 out there, youngsters. But... The trick is, 
if you believe in yourself and you reckon you know what you're talking about, don't absolutely stop punting. No. Bet smaller no, if you want the, to, but but the, the moment not, the moment you stop is the moment that it'll turn around. It's not a matter of going through a cold streak. It's a matter of seconds and thirds. But that, so, but, like, they're they're they're, well, burn, that, they're burning. Yeah, cold streak, sick beats, all the rest of it. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Where, but it tends to happen. And we've spoken about this, Poppy. It tends to happen in a stretch, and so do hot streaks. And there's no rhyme or reason. I can't tell you the scientific evidence why it happens, but all punters will tell you that this happens. You go through hot streaks and you go through cold streaks. The hot streaks will end, but so too will the cold streaks. Exactly. A good a good bookmaker in South Australia once told me, Poppy, your biggest losses will always follow your biggest wins. So sort of be aware of what role you're on and then start to bet appropriately. So if you're betting... 10 or each way or 20 each way, whatever it is, start to, to bet back until you've got the confidence to start going forward again. It's a confidence game like anything else. That was There's only- plenty, and, and, look, and, and, and I'd love to, uh, our listeners to let us know what their, what their betting philosophy is. Like We all hear, hey, win, lose early, win late, or win early, lose late. What, what, what are the philosophies around the place that ring true as far as punting is concerned? Absolutely. Let us know, like, in quaddies, do you, do you like playing skinny early or late? Anything. What, your punting philosophy, there used to be a great magazine called Practical Punting Monthly where you, people used to put in all sorts of different plans for how you were going to win. Now, they were great reading. Did any of them, were any of them actually successful in the long term? Probably not, but we'd like to hear how you go about it. Time to go for a break. You're listening to Sale Sundays right here on SEN Track. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Gray's Bistro, open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. Welcome back to Sale Sundays right here on SEN Track. And the good news, this is going to get Peacock in a better mood. He's been elevated. He's been promoted to the big boy chair here in Studio (laughs) One at SEN Track. That that, that is privileged, right? As we know, that's where I sat on Thursday night. That's where I should be sitting. You look so small now. Like you always look small, but in that in that big boy chair. Oh, you're kidding, and I can't even see the other screen. Yeah, with well, the you well, you, somebody needs. Can, can, hey, Tomo, can you boost his chair? It's, this is not right. He's too little to be there. You have got to give him yeah, something I'm to, right, to get right, him right, to, right. to prop him up a little Here bit. There we go. Um, I'm good. We spoke last week. I, I don't know whether we, we, we're going <laughs> off. Hey guys, that that, that yeah, that, he just lowered me. That, yeah, that sounded a bit uh, a bit of demo material there. We don't want to hear uh, grunting and groaning in the background here in Studio One. Uh, they'll kick us out. We spoke last week about suggestions to make greyhound racing even more attractive. So oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. If you've got some ideas. We spoke about it last week, and we gave you a week. It was like a little bit of homework for the listeners, uh, Peacock. Um, now you look now, now you look like you're seven foot one. This has been a massive elevation. Yeah. Uh, now you're a boomer all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> so if you've got suggestions, um, text them in. But text in anything you've got to say, really. If you've got a tip tonight at sale, if you've got a favourite punting movie, if you've got a philosophy on the punt that you believe works for you or something that you've used over a long period of time, make sure you text in because we love hearing from you. And you're going to give you news headlines later in the show. Uh, Peacock, yeah, that's well, become they, your new segment. Yeah, I'm becoming a uh, news presenter. Uh, well, you'll take Judd's <laughs> position in the back room there. Um, Always. Mitch Abaya, uh, 11 new COVID cases in Victoria today. Here's a, a presser from uh, from Dan Andrews. But you'd have something to say. You'd, you would editorialise. That's the problem. You can't get the gig, I'm afraid. So tell, tell us why you're so confident about... Um, this greyhound a little bit later in the night in the open, uh, Poppy. Uh, speaking to the bloke that should know how it's travelling and feels as though it's travelling quite nicely, 
um, every bit as well. Put it this way: he's going to produce that time. He's confident he's going to produce that time. He's produced. Feels as though early speed's going to be the key to getting the rail. Feels as though the three might go right as the boxes as as the uh, lids flip and uh, reckons he gets in trouble. Gets in front of Massimo. Uh, game over. He expects Massimo to be right on, right on its hammer the last 50, but he sh- he, he's confident he can hold on. Tipped him last week. That was suspense rules. That was off air. You, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, that was one of my better bets of the night. And you reckon you found it. So basically we've seen one D- Dundee. Uh, for those who don't know, a little bit of trivia. We've got the, the quiz coming up later. Crocodile Dundee, still the highest grossing Australian film of all time. Would you believe that? But anyway, the, we've, we've had one Dundee go under for you, but you're going to back up again. Yeah, I've got to. Have to. Dundee um, Reactor? Yeah, yeah. No, these go good. These uh, these pups, uh, Dundee Reactor, out of Bart's, out of my way. Trained by Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Scott Smith. Now, this dog would have been to sale, no doubt about it. Would have had a look there. Um, I think it might have gone up at Hillsville as well. He brought a heap of stack, a stack of pups up the other day. So, um, yeah, he, he always has dogs with ability, and if it's got as much ability or more than. The one in the last, it should be going real close here. The only danger is the one big bird rose. Well, the critical key here, um, we spoke about the fact, you know, if you've never been to the races, then um, contest, other dogs, that's an issue. But with only five in the race, that's got to be a big help as well. Massive, massive help. Yep, Yep. smaller fields, that's what you want. Less, uh, Less pressure early. Uh, hopefully it can spear the lids and be off and gone. I don't know. I don't know if you know this uh, peacock, but the Grey's Bistro open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhounds at the moment. You can pick up or free delivery. There's no such thing as free delivery, is there? No free delivery. In fact, I had to start delivering on Friday night, boys. Here at the uh, at the track, we were so busy. Free so, delivery. Yeah, I, I had to jump in the old car, the, the old Hyundai myself, and uh, off I went. How would off you? I went. How delivering you, delivering parmesanas around sale. How would you how would you be having <laughs> big charismatic sexy poppy in his BMW oh. turn up to hand you hand you some hand you some food? What what a what a moment that would be in your life, Peacock. Oh goodness me, yeah, you'd uh, the focus wouldn't be on the palmer. You're, nah, wait, you're waiting for nah. old Muhammad to turn up on the bicycle or the tricycle, and then all of a sudden poppy rolls up with his aviators on and and, and, and hands you and hands you your mm. food. You'd want a photo and, taken with him. And, and probably, there was a yeah, spotlight shining on me as I walked up to the door. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> who is this man? Yeah, who is he? Uh, in, you, fact, in fact, that's exactly what they said. Who that, are you? Do you remember? This is proving my age. Do you remember way back in the day? We're only a minute away from sale. Uh, when you used to win, like the Tats Lot or something, that Russ Hines or whatever he used to, he used to actually come to the door and hand you your big prize. Big Kinsey, eh? he's, he's been gone a little while. He's been gone a while, but um, and I'm not saying you're the same size as Russ, but I'll tell you what, I reckon they might have thought that they've just won a massive prize when Poppy rocked up at the door. So you're with Dundee Reactor. Yep. Uh, I'll just oppose you for uh, for poos and giggles here. Oh, yeah, okay, so do a demo. Hey, calm down. Uh, big Bird Rose. I'm just going to go again. There's... Oh, my philosophy with thoroughbred racing has always been, I don't know if it's the same with you, uh, Bobby, but I think we might have discussed this weeks and weeks back, but in those two-year-old races, those who've had any exposed form, you just give a little bit of a leg up to, just just yeah. having had the experience. 100%. In saying that, I'm going with no exposed form in the two-dog. I'm just going to throw the two-dog in there. Maybe in one of those you Jeez, know, finished top four different. things. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's Thursday night and the lids fly again. Yep. Everyone's going different greyhounds. But They'll I'll, smash this uh, Dundee reactor. Well, it's into 220, but having said that, they smashed the first one as well, didn't they? So um, Yeah, but not like this. Uh, into 215. Now, it's basically coming in. It's turning in every tick of the clock. And as you mentioned, if they're ever going to drift, it's late. And I was trying to explain this uh, last night on Saturday Night Racing is that markets all compress at the very end. 
So yep. sometimes you see a little bit of a drift for a favourite and you get worried, but it has to happen because if the market percentage is around 120 or something, or 125, they have to get it around to 118. So quite often they'll just ease the favourite out a little bit. So nothing to get worried about. Having said that, when the favourite keeps firming all the way through, that's got to be a good sign, Peacock. Yeah, for sure, and uh, we just hope. Have, you, have uh, you actually punted this? Yeah, of course I I have. really want you to win. I love it when you're smiling. You've got a beautiful smile. He's a, he's a better person when he wins. Yeah. Oh, I get more carried away. But uh, uh, it'd be nice because it'd be too uh, – the first one was, was cruel. Uh-oh. I'd, I'd, all right. Oh, here we go. Here we go. The seven's just gone bang. Don't get touched. Wasn't quickly away and showing stay there, Wilder. stay there. Own your position. Yes, Peacock. And takes up the running now. Crossfire. Here comes Poppy. After a bit of a slow start. Peacock and Poppy. To the big bird rose. And the cock of the pop. Was bombers power up to the Peacock in front. Here crossfire hooks to the outside. It's got to win. Seven. It's got to win. Has it got? It's crossfire. Dundee reactor. Crossfire's got it. Oh, it lifted a bit. Come on, it lifted a bit. He's back. He's back. All right. As a result of that, I would like – what do you want? We'll get something from the Grays Bistro and Bobby can drive it yeah. up here from Sale. What do you reckon? Well, when um, – when Slightly beyond the five kilometres? When yeah. Suspense Rules wins, that was my little double. Was it? I took Poppy's, yeah, head up there with um, Suspense Rules. So got a little multi going there with Dundee Reactor nice. and Suspense Rules. So we'll kick it home and then – I might uh, might shout Poppy's dinner, even though he probably doesn't pay anyone. Yeah, no, I do. Uh, you, you're, 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 a, you're a good man. Hey, listen, that was a nice little race, that one, wasn't it? A little bit like if we raced, Peacock. You'd be playing with me on the corner. It looks as though I'm going to surge past you, but then you you look over your right shoulder and say, "Adios, Bob, adios." Did anyone yeah. ever did anyone ever send you, send you a video of the little uh, of the little uh, arm wrestles we had after the show last I week? I did, yeah. I got well. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see you and the peacock. I only got a video. Yeah. I think. I think I only got a video of a peacock uh, smashing uh, Tomo. Of uh, no, I think uh, did Tomo. No, no, peacock smashed Tomo, and then you smashed Tomo. Yeah, and then I smash, and then I smashed peacock. <laughs> no. Uh, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm I'm surprised your arms not in a sling. You're, you're showing a lot yeah, of courage because I smashed it on the door on Thursday night. You actually did. Um, yeah, nice but, swollen elbow with a nice cut. But I, I did, I did, pro- I did promise the boys that, that they would feel the power, and I, I I think it's a privilege for them to have to have felt it and known it, Poppy. Yeah. Oh well, look, you know when you when you're confident in your abilities, and and some say that you are very confident. <laughs> um, sometimes you just got to showcase what you got, and you did it well. Well, I, I just, I, I want, you know what I want? I, I want people to be able to go away with a story they can tell their friends. And I, I love it that Michael and Tomo and, uh, and Mitch and Peacock, they can all go away to their mates and say, I, I, I was there. I felt the power, and the J Bond yeah. knocked me over. Now, the Muhammad Ali of arm wrestling. Well, right up there, uh, although he was defeated on a few occasions late in his career, hasn't happened yet for me. Now, we're going to go around the grounds with some of the uh, the big dogs from the region, and I reckon your man Mitch is on the line right now, Poppy. My man Mitch, he's ready to go, isn't he? I think he's ready to roll. Tony Mitchell, the uh, general manager of the Royal Greyhound Club, who had a a great meet last night, the St. Ledger, and a a great result for myself and the Peacock, too, as uh, Tony joins us. Hey, Tony, how are you going? Good, Rob. How are you, mate? <laughs> yeah, going all right. It's another wild week leading up to a big event, wasn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, well, goalposts moving, as they say in the classics. But, yeah, it was um, yeah, disappointing. That's the second year in a row we haven't been able to have a, uh, have a crowd, which is disappointing, but uh, is what it is, out of our control. 
Yeah. Hey, take us through the week, Mitch, because it, it was hard to, to, to for for events like this and for the punters who are out there probably don't realise, you know, trying to plan a big event like this when you've got entertainment and, and uh, you know, food and beverage and, uh, you know, all sorts of entertainment uh, ready to go. Uh, and and, and, and you're, you're waiting for a crowd and things are changing almost hourly. Uh, it's it's a, It gives you a headache during the week, Tony. Oh, it does. Yeah. And, and look, from, from our perspective, we sort of semi-prepared ourselves, to be honest. Um, yeah. We were, you know, after after the, the, the two-week potential, you know, the lockdown we had for the two weeks and where that was at, and really the numbers going up in, in New South Wales, we sort of prepared ourselves for the, for the worst, I suppose. Um, and really the restrictions are the best we're going to get with probably 100 inside and 300 outside. And, you know, we probably nearly get that in VIP. So we sort of made the call a bit early um, mm-hmm. by the committee. I'd spoken to a couple of committee to people and sent them an email to say, look, you know, I was concerned where we were at, so semi-prepared, but it doesn't help our catering group who are on again, off again, and, you know, we're trying to establish a really good relationship with them that just puts us under the pump all the time. And it's a shame, too, because the feature race was such a great race. Oh, sensational race. You know, uh, it was really good quality, and and weather conditions were pretty trying as well. Um, but yeah, look, it went really well, and you know, yeah. Uh, congratulations to to uh, Jason Thompson and the team of um, Aston Fastnet, and with da- uh, David Deal, you know, with uh, Cole Ends coming in second and Shimmer Classic third from Andrew Daly. It was a a really good race, and, yeah, um, great race, great trainers. Mm. Yeah, and, and look, committed to the industry, which is great, all of them, and. Um, you know, I, I, I can remember, you know, only four or five years ago, you know, David Gill sort of retired and now he's he's really kicking some goals and and um, he's, uh, yeah, doing really well with it, with, his, with his kennel and, you know, and Jason's just going from strength to strength. I think he had a pretty big night across the board, Jason. So uh, it was funny, he came, <laughs> he came in after the race uh, and we took some photos, etc. and he said, oh, I thought I was fit running four. <laughs> and I said, yeah, we well, were early, but I said, gee, he put the uh, afterburners on once he um, got got round the bend on, uh, on the straight, you know, the, the quality run. It's a great dog, that um, Aston Fastnet. It really ran well. Absolutely no doubt about it. Hey, Mitch, I'm going into the darkness with this question a bit, but the, one of the only shining lights during these uh, 53 lockdowns in Victoria over the last couple of years has been that, that wagering's been significantly out. What's the funding model... So you put on a great meeting. You don't get to make any money out of the, out of the catering or having having yep. folks on course. Is it still a win for you? Like, have you had any idea what the numbers are from a from a wagering perspective? And is it a win for you? I am going into the darkness here. Cause yes, you are. It, it, like, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't mean a bloody thing for you, Mitch. Oh no, probably not. Look, you know, look. The end of the day, you know, it's about a collective is what the industry's doing, and and look, you know, off course is. He's very, very strong um, across the state. And, you know, our off course has been phenomenal, you know, the last 18 months. It just just continues to grow. And, you know, each club gets their stats on where they're at. And, you know, we, we've had, um, I think our last month, we were up again by 14% from off course perspective. But, 
Um, look, at the end of the day, it's um, that goes to GRV and obviously um, filters through a little bit to the government too, uh, uh, that, that, what they get out of it. But no, I suppose at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're all fortunate. We're all working. You know, we're probably down 15, 20% across the board with your catering and your beverage. But at the end of the day, you know, we're... We're one of the really, really lucky groups of people to continue to go through COVID. I've been fortunate enough to be down there. Peacock, I think the good thing is what you would hope and expect is the clubs that are doing this big job during difficult times, the GRV will will look after them going forward. When, 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 things finally, when the worm finally does turn and you can hold that big meeting, that you know, GRV will put a huge amount of support behind it, knowing the difficult times that a club like Warrigal's been through with a couple of massive meetings going going west to some degree when it comes to crowds. Yeah, well, definitely. You'd like to hope that the support gets um, yeah, you know, handed out and, and people get right around these yeah. clubs that you know have been doing it tough, and no doubt about it that um, a lot a lot of their in you know income a lot of the time is bar sales, food, this, that, and the other. But just getting people there and, and being on course, socialising, having a punt. Uh, we know sales numbers usually get massive as well, but Warrigal being a massive uh, joint as well, that people like to get down there. I know some mates that would love to get down there, but just can't. But you would like to hope that the support is behind them. And even if you, you know, the odd feature race, just like one massive night that yeah. would really be a draw card to get people get people there. Well, I, I, th- I think also too, boys, I, I think, you know, it would be great for Tony to be able to showcase what he's done there. I mean, the upgrade to the facilities there is every bit as good as you get in any venue anywhere in the country. It is absolutely a gorgeous venue. And, you know, over the last 18 months, it's been very limited opportunities to, to showcase it, Tony. And, 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 you know, when you've got two feature races amongst many more races where you can't involve the public, it's just, it's frustrating and disappointing. Oh, it is. And, and look, you know, I, I suppose at the end of the day, Rob, you know, we, we're working pretty hard for our, our Gippsland Festival again, which, yeah. fingers crossed, you know, starts with you guys, Boxing Day, then us, and then, then Clarkey uh, Australia Day, and we're all pretty focused on what we can do there. And, and look, let's, let's hope we're well and truly out of all this and um, we can really push it and, and really get, you know, the public back you know, committed to, to um, going out to reasonable venues and thanks for the pump up with the, with our venue, but at the oh, end of the it, day... But you'd be happy with it, Mitch. In all honesty, it, it's come up a treat, hasn't it, really? Oh, it has. And, and look, um, you know, and that's through the support of the committee and really all the staff. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, it's all right having the vision and, you know, and I, I you know, we sat down and... With with Maria and, and Michael, who've been there a long time with a vision of trying to improve the place, and we have, and um, which is great. But you you got to have the support, and the committee's been fantastic. I, I go to there, you know, it's a running joke what I spend on eBay, you know, to, <laughs> <laughs> eBay Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd be a really good plug for that for the old eBay Tuesday and. Uh, and Bob, Bob even had a go at me last night. Oh, what have you been buying on eBay? You know, the end, end of the day, um, as you know, we, one thing with with the way the lockdown's been, it's just been so, so convenient to get things delivered to home or delivered to sites and worried about, you know, going to going to shop somewhere else, you know, particularly with lighting and stuff like that that we've upgraded. So, yeah, look, they've, they've been fantastic. And look, really from... 
from my perspective, I just want to be in a position where we can reward them with a great night and, you know, there's, there's bums on seats, as we know, to, to come back and watch. Well, I'll tell you what, Mitch, we'll, we'll let you go, but I, I'll guarantee you this. I reckon I was actually at Warrigal for the last big meeting, the Warrigal Cup, before you've gone through these difficult times, and I'm more than happy. I'll say this right now on air. If you can, the next big meeting out at Warrigal, yeah. if, you, if you promise to give me a few beers... I'm happy to come out. I, I don't want any. No I, I, I don't want it. No, I don't want a cent in payment. Anything you'd like, and I'll even drag eBay along because I can put him up. I can shove him up my jumper. He's so small, and come out there and run a punters club or or MC or anything you'd like to do. Because just get us out there. The well, I, well, I think just for nothing because I, I I just think when you've been through this kind of thing, such a and, and when I was there, uh, it, like the facilities were already good. Like it's a ripper club, and I, I think you deserve the opportunity to really showcase what you've done out there. So let us know. Uh, um, when the when the stars align, when people are vaccinated and all the rest, and we can get crowds out there. Your next big meeting, and we'll come out and help you out anywhere we can, Mitch. Uh, I really appreciate that. No, I really do. That'll be good. And look, look, uh, you know, as Poppy knows, he, uh, we're pushing pretty hard at the three clubs down the way, and we're going to work very, very hard together to, to continue that. It's all about us all, all doing well, not just one or two. It's, it's exactly. about the three. Well, it's the uh, it's it's the three musketeers. It's all about the community, and we've seen that. And we'll be speaking a little bit later, I reckon, in the show to to Clark as well from Terrellgan. Hey, Mitch, thanks for joining us, mate. Well done. On I know it wasn't what you wanted to be, but it was a hell of a race last night. Oh no, they were great. Yeah, it was a great night, and uh, again, well done to uh, Jason uh, and and all the owners. It's uh, it was a fantastic night. And to Damo Watson, who found the winner here on SEN Track. Thanks very much. There's, uh, there's Tony Mitchell. We're going to go to a break here on Sale Sundays. Come back and try and find your winner in the next at sale. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays. Gray's Bistro, open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. Welcome back to Sale Sundays. It's SEN Track. Gray's Bistro, open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. Pick up or free delivery and sale. And if you're lucky... Poppy rocks up in his BMW and just goes bang, bang, bang and uh, and hands you over a bag of food. So make sure you get involved. Peacock is riding the footy hardcore, let me tell you. He's he sat right up in his chair like little Rory Calhoun and uh, he's he's very, very worried at the moment. But No, well, Devin Smith, if he gets a game at Essendon next year, I'll be honestly, I might even jump off. Well, that's a big call. Mate, he is no good. Uh, I'm sorry, we're five goals up, four goals up. Run inside 40, and he's got a guy over the top and decides to try and do a left foot snap. Give it a rest. Poppy wouldn't have even done that in his heyday. Oh, uh, yeah, he probably would have, but he would have nailed it. It's just like you hear from... Uh, oh, you hear from uh, Malcolm Blight, you know. Should a young bloke you could torpedo? Oh, I would have. I don't want to say this, but I kick 14 straight. Have you heard him do it? <laughs> what a great man, Malcolm Blight. All right, let's find a winner. Yep, the two. Dundee Caution. Almost let it Bendigo. Any Dundees you don't like in your life? or you? you nah, this you, will you, win. Yeah, you're a Dundee man. There's no doubt about that. It would, uh, it would certainly appear. Uh, let me just uh, check my... What do we think? Who's going to run the second? My notes. Uh, I reckon... So, who do you like? The, the two. Dundee Caution. Yeah, well, has there been cotton, a move? Cotton, Cotton, Cotton. Has, has there been a move for the f- four or the... Not really. No, nah, nothing. Oh, you'd say four. You'd say four on second, though, still. Yeah. Maybe it's on. Yep. Um, I'm going to go two to beat... Um, two to beat four? Eight. You're just going to pr- pretend like I'm not here? Yeah. You asked me, we're trying to go second. I've given you one, and then you've gone the other yeah. one. Sweet, no hey, worries. What about the last one? I gave you the hey, winner. I, 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 hope, I gave you the winner, and I, here, no, here you are saying, oh, no, no good. Number eight is called Unravel, and I hope your plot unravels there. Unless you're having a bet, because I want to see you win. 
I reckon even Poppy would have been happy. Poppy liked Crossfire in the previous. But yeah, for, and I for, didn't take that for exactly. The, for, the, for the good of the country, you know, we hear this a lot at the moment. For the good of the country, Poppy, you would have been happier that Peacock won than you. Exactly. That's, but yeah. Poppy agrees. Yeah, he does. Uh, race three, not too far away from the start. Only four greyhounds to go around. We'll get full fields coming up straight after this. And there's some very, very good races. My best of the night. I'm not going to declare it just yet. I'll declare it after this race. Here's the third itself. Here's Kyle Gully. Getting set now. So they're getting set here now. About to be boxed for Come the on, my third son. event. Get up here, Cotton. Fat Cracker out to $15 here. $2 Dundee Cotton. $2.50 Danny Lee. First starter for Barry Toner. Come on, um, Cotton on, Joe. Yeah, the first starter for David Cooper. Come with you. $7. Where did you come from? Where did you go? On. Yeah, where did you come <laughs> from? Yeah, you know music. Yeah. You love a bit of music, don't you? No, I don't. Set. Come on, son. One and sale from Maddie. Maddie's gone late with a seven on $15 chance. Began beautifully off the inside. Has a length and a half scap on the early stages. Really fun rebel going forward and Danny Lee not too far away. Bendigo. Fat Cracker, the most experienced runner in the field, sets the pace here. Got to go now. Should be right around it. Is he on the cotton? Yeah, he does. Come on. Are you cotton on floor? Rack off the cracker. Are you cotton on floor? Do you like cotton? Come on, cotton's cotton a party alive. Oh, bang! What a great fight. Four runs second. Great fives, yeah, hey. Cutting that Joe, I've been a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cutting that Joe. I've been very long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cutting that Joe. The whole, the whole, the whole, the whole mood of the joint picks up when when Peacock's flying. He's the bar- he's what he's the barometer, Bobby. I think that's the best thirty seconds of radio we've had in twelve weeks. Oh, I, I tell you, I, I mean, I mean that, that, that Cotton Eye song going, you guys cheering. Yeah. I'm sitting here laughing my head off, thinking I shouldn't have backed the four dog. <laughs> what are you looking at? The one run second. One run second. I thought the four definitely got it. Yeah, well, you've been known to miss a photo. You were very good on Thursday it night. It was in but- front. It was in front. A metre before the line. Do you think this is going to be controversial? They can sometimes put the wrong numbers up. It doesn't happen often, but. I thought it was great radio too. We normally almost harmonised at one point. You would just give that, that, that slightly yeah. higher tone, and um, I think we were doing a third, uh, to be honest. If I'm if, if I'm being uh, completely honest, uh, Poppy, tell us what's coming up for the rest of the night on on track. You said there's a, a fair few trainers out there. Who are we going to be targeting? Good question, boys. Uh, I have a bit of a I have a bit of a look around. Bit of a bow peep. All, the, yeah, they're all basically locals. If I'm looking through, we haven't had many. Unless there's someone there that you on the uh, Form guy that you guys like to track me down. I'd like me to track down, which I've done before with Lucky and, and oh. his uh, bodyguard. Yes, I, I just want to actually. We should get to a few texts because I finally got the right uh, the right phone box up here, and now I don't. I can't seem to work it. Yes, Mitchie from Rhino. Uh, we've also got. Uh, we all know the eBay's confidence being down is all J Bond's doing. Here, the arm wrestle was the first blow, says Mitch. Well, that's what. <laughs> that's Mitchy from me. Uh, he, he had to feel the power, and he did. Uh, is, is Mitch and Chelsea they yep. together? So yep. Chelsea's going to g- g- give me a scene too. Apparently, when I get to Salem yep. with the arm wrestling, just going to dump me. And you reckon you're, you're backing her already? Uh, hey, Mitch, you're just wondering who is the biggest self congratulator, Moles or Bonners, or is it a dead heat? What do you reckon? Uh, no, I think uh, Fitz takes the cake yeah. on that one. Yeah, because he, he always Fitz goes, "I am that good. I am that good." I wouldn't call myself a self-congratulator. Nah. Just an amazingly arrogant person. Like, I wouldn't yeah. say a self-congratulator. Yeah. Uh, Tanya says, Evening, Jay Bond, Mitchie and Poppy. Looking forward to some lovely banter and laughs. And Jay Bond, could you please put your Quaddy app on the Quaddy app? Yes, we will be doing that. And that's the job of 
Well, Tomo says sometimes, Tomo says that Michael's got to do it, and then Michael says Tomo's got to do it, and you never know who to chase up. So one of them will be getting those uh, those quaddies up, and we'll also be um, we'll be doing that stagger again a little bit later in the night as well. So we've spoken to Mitch, and also we'll, we, we'll get Clarky on a little bit later after we kick off the quad, you reckon, Bobby? Why don't we do it? Steve Clarky after race five, the first leg of the quad. I'm looking for big things tonight, boys. Whatever the, the quaddies that you choose, if I can afford to, I, I think I... I had a good day yesterday, so I think I might follow through today. Jeez, you weren't following okay. the boys. I, Paddy Garshagan left left this joint when I came in here Saturday night. It looked like he'd looked like there'd been a death in the family. It looked like he'd had a hard day. Well, it it was quite ex, quite extraordinary, mine. So during the course of the day, you know, I, I was up and down, up and down. You know, also had a bet, and then I um uh I went to bed re- reasonly early. I was tired after a, a big day in the shed, having a few drinks and watching the Olympics, and Playing I woke up bed. Playing some pool, I was yeah, and then I, I woke up this morning and I had quite a bit of money in my in my account, which was I had to go back through my statement and find out where I'd won it. So that was a bonus. It ended up being Toowoomba race five. That'd, that'd be a great. Oh, that'd be that would be a great uh, talking segment, wouldn't it? When you've been on the beers, yeah, yep. What what is the biggest surprise that you've come to, and where was it? Not like saying amount wise, mm-hmm. like. Like the surprise of like what time in the morning did you wake up and you found that you actually had a good half decent collect and where was your bet at? Because it could be at Val at three a.m. in the morning. I'm telling, it happens all the time. Blokes well, don't even realise. I, 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 I have the only story I've got is from many many years ago where I, I had a bet at one of those far flung locations in the, like at yeah. two o'clock in the morning, um, which is usually when I'm just getting into my best work. And uh, I I, ju- I put about. I can't remember, I think about five or ten times as much as I was meaning to put on. And it got up. <laughs> and, and it won, and I'm thinking, yeah. that was a nice little collect. And then yeah. you check the account. and You're like, what am I doing? At, at the time, not that I'm not perpetually cast anyway, but I was just absolutely cast. And I just thought, holy mother of mercy. This is a life changer. But I've made, I've made mistakes the other way. You shouldn't do this, but we've all made mistakes. We've all put wrong numbers into the, into the app at some oh, point, haven't sure. we? But you know, th- this and, is- and, that, and that's had detrimental effects on my psyche as well. The thing that makes the thing that um, frustrates me mm-hmm. is that like you know when like I don't know if you've had it to you, happened to you but you you go to put the bet on and it glitches and it's like the bet did not go on mm. so then you I go to you put it on up. again and you've doubled yeah. up and you're like yeah. well I can't cancel it yeah you can't walk up to the tab and just go hey my tickets because um, they do give you a two minute you know window I, I don't know whether I'd be there now but I used to punt a hell of a lot and so I was a platinum member or whatever at the tab and they will so you, they will let you if you if you put through enough money they will let you still cancel uh, so I've, I've been known to cancel a bet or two and back in the day um, Sammy Highland apparently put a, a 20 instead of a 10 on three weeks ago um, I don't know whether by accident even though the 20 was scratched yeah, interesting. Uh, more text quickly coming in before we go to another break here. And we've got to get the Staying Alive for Six going as well. That's still a couple of races away, but we'll get it out nice and early. Come on, two-metre um, Peter. Just Rhino, two-metre Peter, is Rhino it? has watched uh, Rounders on, on our suggestion and said it was a great movie. Love it. A few people actually went with Up the Dale after the yeah. suggestion early. So yeah. that's that, that's fantastic. Uh, love you, Bonner. Took the exact one and three. He had a saver on Up the Dale to win. That's from the man who calls me a great uh, self-congratulator, so he's uh, he's ebbing and flowing, and uh, I, I like to see that. Um, staying alive for six, do we want to pump this out before the break or after? Yeah, after. We'll go. We'll, after? We'll, we'll, he's, yeah, the, he's the boss. Don't worry about that, Poppy. We'll go to a break. We'll come back, yep. and we'll uh, we'll pump out staying alive for six, and hopefully Peacock's still alive. And, and people want to know why you call Peacock. We're going to discuss that and more. And don't 
Look, if you're near sale, the Grey's Bistro is open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. Time for a break. We'll come back with more Sale Sundays very soon. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays. Grey's Bistro open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. on Sale Sundays, it's time for the boys to try and stay alive for six. So how's about Tomo? So he says, we well, need to get a clean a clean sweep ring. And then he goes over the top of the credits. Like, come on, mate. If you want to play that game, you want to be aggressive, you want to sit parked outside me and get it right. And now, very good. Uh, there's the BG. Staying alive for six. Are you ready or what you want me to go for? Because you're still celebrating uh, the Bombers winning there and Josh Bruce looks in a bit of bother. He does, yeah. No, the, the, thing, the reason why I was following it so heavily is because a good friend of mine who mm-hmm. my partner and I used to travel uh, with. Yes. Um, she changed from Essendon to Bulldogs because her housemate that she moved in with is a nah. Bulldog supporter, and she's she was mad Essendon, always mad Essendon. Well, here was the game. What well, change following teams? Yep, all Bulldogs apparel. This that went to the games and this mm. that and the other, and I called her a traitor. Well, I'm not sure it could be mates or something like that. Yeah, I uh, I made I made sure to remind her. It's a, that's that, that that's the worst, and then the second worst are people that uh, have like two or three teams. Okay, yeah, although you know but she's been Essendon for. 24 years. My old man had a couple of different... But he didn't give much of a shit about footy. Um, <laughs> being a Kiwi, he was more interested in rugby and the like. All right, staying alive for six. I'll go first. Yep, go for it. My Pile numbers, uh, Popolenko. Yep. Go like this. Two. Yes. Two. Who? King of all? Mm-hmm. Hmm? Is it king of all, the two? Let's all calm down. So we're starting on race five. Okay. Yeah, the two, king of all. No, well, I've got that wrong. Well, J- I'm J.V. Mendes. It's three, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say. So starting again, my staying alive for six uh, tonight, South Sundays here on SEN Track. Three, two, yep. five, yep. two, mm-hmm. three, oh. eight. Wow. Okay. Three, two, five, two, three, eight. Peacock, how are you going? Um, you boys need to make your way through. We'll be um, hopefully up and about the next couple of weeks. We'll actually have people here. So we'll be able to play seriously again, but... This is a really good chance to, to, to run some form into yourself. I reckon I'll get it. To, I'm pretty confident I'll get it tonight. Really? Yeah. I wasn't confident last week. I didn't get it. You know, you've, you've got to know. You've got, to, you've got no one to hold them, no one to fold them. Um, and while you're getting that ready, uh, boys, I've watched three episodes of Watergate. Great recommendation. I did recommend that last night, I reckon. Uh, magnificent series on What's SBS Watergate? On What's it's that? A, it's a, uh, a five-part document or six-part documentary series on SBS On Demand. And uh, you without, without exposing your... Um, your birthday here, Poppy, you would have lived through it. But um, I, I knew a little bit about Watergate, but it's just no holds barred. It is, it is one of the best doco series I've okay. ever seen. And, SBS uh, On Demand, is it? SBS On Demand, and it's uh, tr- tricky dicky. Um, the one thing, as, as, as Mitchie gets ready, he, did, he did some crazy stuff, crazy stuff. But it overshadowed, he was actually he was a pretty clued-on character as well. Go for it, Peacock. All right, four. Yep. Seven. Oh, yeah. Five. Yep. Two. Mm-hmm. One. Wow. And four. So you've only got two the same. So the object of staying alive for six is to get a place getter between races five through ten. You guys would get the uh, pool of money, which is normally around about 500 bucks. So we'll see how you go. Let's just, say five, let's five just have 500 10. on tonight. Uh, Bobby's going to put the 500 Who's in. Your thousand, who's your $1,000 best bet? My $1,000 best bet of the night is going to be... Have you got one? Yeah. I reckon it's probably... I'm going to go Aussie Legend. Oh, yeah? Ooh, yeah. In, the, in this next race? Yeah. Jeez. Aussie Legend. 
Actually, the president of our club owns that, and yes. uh, I reckon he'd be pretty happy with the fact it's drawn inside. Well, the last cu- the, the thing is, it, it just it just needs to it needs to be somewhere on the premises. There's a little bit of early speed. There's probably two or three that might be naturally quicker, but last two starts have gone twenty five oh seven, twenty five oh nine. Either of those will win this. Yeah, so, no, yeah. Put it, no, I what about um, yourself, Peacock. Where's your thousand going? Yeah, I'm going to go. It's going to. I'm going to go suspense rules. Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah, I was on it last week. Uh, slow beginner inside. Wide runner outside, Nicholas Rose. Uh, I, I just think there's nothing else in the race that can run his time. And a mega dodge, it finds more trouble than you'll ever see. So, um, no, in my luck, it'll probably get up and win. <laughs> well, I, I, we're all on it, which is amazing. Because, like, I think you would think under those circumstances got to be favourite, and it's not. Whether it will be favourite when the race jumps, I, I suspect is very likely, or at least very possible. But right now, it's not, and we're all we're all pretty keen, Poppy. Yeah, we are. I, listen, I had a few. I had a few uh, emails. I had to go and print them off after our last break. Uh, people who emailed some suggestions in on the back of last week's yeah. program. Remember, we were looking for different things, and some of these have been brought up in other in other sports. And you'll know which one I mean when we get to it. The handicap we talked about about you know where do they have handicap races at the moment where the boxes are actually set five, ten, twenty England. meters. Of- England, they yeah, run yep. the mare already. Sunderland yeah, and um, yeah, Perry Bar. Perry Bar. Swindon. Yep, yep those yeah. types. Well, why do they run those sorts of events? Well, just, uh, just, uh, just, well, just I Evens think there's two things, I reckon. One thing, small, there'd be a smaller pool of dogs, and when you've got a smaller pool, yep. that's where it, we do this for the trot. So we have stand start still with handicaps for the trotters mm-hmm. in Victoria and Harness Racing, not for the paces. You need it for the trotters uh, because it, it, there's the pool's too small to try and handicap without that handicapping tool, and that's why they do it, I'm sure, because they want to create as many races. And anybody who's – I mean, it's, it's – it's, we laugh about it, but it's actually amazing how they handicap races there because every market is $4 the favourite, nine fifty the the outsider. So yeah. they, they, they get their handicapping spot on, and if they need to use that, that device, then that's fantastic because the betting markets are incredibly compressed in Swindon okay. and in all those yeah. – you know, they, British- they used to do the uh- – it wasn't that long ago until when they did the handicaps at the Meadows. Remember that? Remember the, the handicaps at the Meadows where they had like the five metre? That would have been a few years ago now, wouldn't it? Yeah, it, it was only a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, you like oh, the, let me try you, you particularly like the idea, don't you, Poppy? Oh, look, I do. I do like the idea. The, the, another couple, just as they go towards the boxes for race four, um, was the suggestion of premiership points so that there's a point allocated. Like when we have the sale greyhound of the year, you, you get a you know, a particular, you get a point for winning different grades of races, you know, one, two or three for different grades of races, but why not run a national competition whereby if you win a group one, it's worth eight points, but if you're, you know, a tier three dog, but you win 15 events, you might get 15 points. Do you follow what I'm saying? Is that for every race you can test, I, 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 the amount of points yeah. you get is dependent on the level you're racing at. I very much like that idea. And it, it, literally, if you did it, if you actually did it right in terms of assigning the points, then that becomes a major part of the uh, Greyhound of the Year awards night. So yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You, and you hand out that premiership trophy. And it, uh, you, you're right because sometimes when, when like I'm, I'm part of the panels in harness racing to vote on the Horse of the Year awards, and sometimes you really want to reward that that very consistent mid-level horse. And, and I think people have greyhounds that they love that aren't absolute top-level greyhounds, don't they, Poppy? And this would be an opportunity for them, if you graded it right with the points, that they could win an award that, that they'll never be the greyhound of the year, but they can win this award. I like it. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, look, look sometimes your greyhound of the year might have won three or four events 
only, but they are top class events. Yep. And then you've got another one that's won 15, 15 races, but has never been heard of. Oh, look, I, I didn't mind the idea anyway. So The, 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 the other little uh, potential idea there, I'll throw to you, Peacock, in a second, um, is you, have a ra- you can also have a race at the end of that, can't you? So at the end of the year, the, the, the top eight in premiership points, uh, the, the, the top eight in premiership points all race against each other. And you pay first to eighth. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, I don't mind the idea. There's obviously so many new initiatives that we can we could do. And um, as I said, the handicapping, it was, it's was it been a few years now, I reckon, since the Meadows, or well, it used to be on at the Meadows. But, um, yeah, did we give a tip for this race? No, we didn't. I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Better. I did. I was I'm a legend tomorrow. I'm with you. I reckon this is a certainty. Yeah, this is my best of the night. Yep. And we might, can we talk about that when we come back? I'm going to back it, yeah. We might talk about the text messages coming through there for the Peacock as well. His race four at sale. I reckon $2 is money for old rope for Aussie legend. Warrigal, I should say, going 23 and 10 for the 400 metres. It's having its first race since were... the 7th of May. It has one here in 2045. Uh, Aussie legend here. I reckon it was so stiff last come. week. Lindray has two runners here. It's going to need a little yeah, bit of luck here. Going for a double for the kennel tonight after winning the bit first race. A bit of luck race. should roll to the front, mate. You reckon? Yeah. If it does, the, it might, the if best it, in the race is twenty five. If, if it does, it won't get beaten. Oh, it's walked out. I didn't think it'd lead. It's just got to be close enough. It's got to hold a spot. Yeah. That's a problem. Well, that's all right. I don't think it's over yet. No, nothing in the race. Nothing in the race. I reckon it'll still win. Hunt, Hunt. Oh my goodness! Still there. It'll win. Oh yeah! Did I tell you it was a lock? Yeah. Did I tell you it was a lock? There he is, $1,000. $1,000. dollars 270 top toe. Top toe, 270 $250 on the machine for Super Tab. Hey, hey, They're hey. kidding themselves. They're having a what laugh. A run. Get a photo Have there, a look Poppy. at you. Have a look at me. We're having a laugh. <laughs> oh, that. Get a photo up on the sale page, Pop. There was no... Like, it had, it had no luck, Poppy. And it still won. Oh, way, way too good. Hey, you boys are on fire. You're this on fire. Is, ba- we are, I think I, th- I can feel it. I don't want to call the early crow, but you guys are having the best night you've had. Well, we were hard to talk a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, we were about six from eight. Yeah, I, it, we, we, but I think, you know, I, I think, start. I, I think he's actually thrown in Cotton Eye Joe into the mix as well in terms of the, the performance. I don't think it's yeah. just the tipping. So the Cotton Eye <laughs> Joe definitely uh, – talk about premiership points. Uh, we got a few there, no doubt about it. But, but, but you, you, get down you picked up, up the Dale you mentioned. Uh, yes. Paid yeah. better than $10 race one. Yeah. You had, uh, in race two, you had Dundee Reactor. In race yep. three, you had Dundee Cotton. Race four, you've got Aussie Legion. You're basically four from four. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Yeah, I, you know, we're when, a duo, when, we're when, a duo when, at the moment. I tell you, when Poppy says it like that, he's right. Well, Poppy's about uh, to chime in at some point with suspense rules when it, it, it hopefully gets up. Uh, I've got a, I've got a little text here. Here's my best overnight pun story. This is Mitch from Mount Gambia. Love this. Mate of mine from the UK works at Sky in the finance. Oh, jeez. I texted him and asked where all the big bets have been. Place for the horses at Doncaster. Getting into dangerous territory. He gave me five races. Put them on and woke up with about three of the five winners. All paid around the $5. Uh, not sure that bloke... Works at Sky in the finance. It's, uh, but you know what I'm saying. That's great. That's a, that's a fantastic story because the big boys normally uh, know what they are doing. I'll tell you what we're going to do now. We're going to go to the news with our news hound, Mitch Abaya. <laughs> how, about, how about Peacock pointing at, his own, pointing at his own news stories and saying, is this what you want? You put them together. You're the news here. Yeah, but I didn't know that uh, Tomo had this little bit of tune. It sounds like something from, like, 
It does. Well, it's a Cronkite days. Like it's like an old school new. Like a anyway. Mar- I feel like I'm in a Marvel movie. Have you- <laughs> movie. Well, you're the hard-hitting journo, so tell us what you got. All right, so we'll start with professional rugby player Ryan Pappenhausen. Uh, he's obviously Puppy one goes of the, fast. Yeah, one of the best fullbacks uh, in the land. The best. Plays for uh, the Storm. Yes. He has joined forces with the Greyhound Adoption Program and Greyhound Racing Victoria to become a welfare ambassador. Now, tell me, how good is that? That is fantastic. Well done, Puppy. We know, we know how good it is to be, you know, to have these figures involved in our yes. sport and and to draw people in and show that, you know, people outside of our, in, our industry, they care as well. And the adoption program, it's massive. So Ryan obviously has a background uh, in Greyhounds. He's passionate about promoting them and retirement. We know that when we spoke to him on the Thrill of the Chase show, he was he said he's got a Greyhound that used to race in Dubbo. It's now a pet, um, one of his, and, and it won a few races, but... He is really passionate about putting them on a couch when they're done. So, I love the way the um, news music just keeps playing at a nice level yeah. underneath. Yeah, I, I, I did tweet out the other day, in around the South Bank region where I live, where the studios are, four out of every five dogs I see a greyhound. Yep. It's definitely working and people love them. It is absolutely you, Because fantastic. there's a lot of apartment living here and because we've said this before, but they are the lazy, like they're, they're they racing animals, but basically you take them up into the apartment and it's like you've got a cat. They, they just fall yeah. on the couch and go to sleep for 72 hours. They do. And, and, and I'd love to know the vet statistics mm-hmm. as to how many greyhounds, once adopted, they get taken back to the vet because someone thinks they've got something wrong with them because they don't move. They nah. literally just plonk themselves no, you know on what? the couch. You know what? You're just bossing life. You might have to go to work. The greyhound doesn't anymore, <laughs> so he's just going to have a, exactly a, a rest. Right. What's your next story? Uh, champion sprinter Tommy Shelby is nearing a comeback to racing. Um, and that could be as plo- uh, could be as close as the heats of the WA National Sprint Series at Cannington. Um, champion- Train Cup winner, yes, champion or oh, and Easter egg and won Easter, the Easter egg. egg as well. Champion uh, trainer Steve Withers, great so, man. Yeah, what a legend. What a legend. What a legend. Jeez, you have a beer with him, um, and you can you learn a little bit. Um, probably had to go to the casino as well. He, he's good at uh, the partying. Very side good of bowler as well. Yeah. Yeah. L- l- okay. uh, yeah. Yeah. Great trainer. Said the son of Fernando Bell and Serena fly high. Uh, has had the benefit of a couple of recent trials, which were described as pretty sharp. Now, pretty sharp, he'd be used to seeing Tommy Shelby go pretty sharp. um, If he says pretty sharp, that must mean he's running some pretty handy times. Tommy Shelby, 29 wins, $1 million. Hasn't raced since he's injured uh, in the Spitfire. Um, uh, No, sorry, to Sunset Spitfire in a Cannington free-for-all on May 1. So a little bit of a spell. What's that, uh, three months? Yeah. Yeah, a bit over three months. Yep. It's going to be good to see him back. Uh, reigning million-dollar chase champion, Handsome Prince. He was retired last week after sustaining an injury. He flew at Bulleye the start before. Uh, he's a dog that... What going you... to st- another one going to stud or not? Yeah, he's going to go to stud. He, he won 11 of 28 starts. Uh, he won a million and 36,000, including the million-dollar chase. So he took away the million-dollar chase and he won 36,000 in his career. But you know what? They look at the total prize It'd be money. pretty cheap to go to as well. That's the thing. If he you will. Want to... yep. He will. Uh, you know he was only purchased for 25000 they bought him from Tassie. He arrived in New South Wales six weeks before the million dollar chase. You are you are a wealth of information. You are. Yeah. I mean, you, you know shit. You're, you're a smart man. Yeah. Well, I uh, I've got some contacts, and I found out that the dog was sold, and um, yep, ended up winning the million dollar chase. What a story as well. Paid Amazing. massive massive odds as well. Um, and finally, finally, horse meat from the Northern Territory is being investigated as the cause of 21 pet dog deaths in Victoria amid a worsening scandal, which now includes up to 30 Melbourne retailers. Oh, dear. Yeah, well, it's not ideal, is it, when um, situations like that happen? Obviously, 21 pet dogs have died. I mean, if you eat bats, 61, you know that something bad is going to happen probably. Well, but... 61 have been uh, hospitalised in Victoria. Um, it's called indos- indospensine poisoning. Uh, authorities have confirmed toxic meat came from Mafra Nackery. 
as well. So, yeah, look, um, and I've heard, I'm not sure that this is true, but I heard that the the meat obviously comes from horses and the horses are from Northern Territory where they've been eaten, eating a particular plant, which is toxic. So I think Mafra, unfortunately, are just on the end of some bad luck. Yeah, it does happen, doesn't it? We yeah. see, like, I've... You know, had cattle at home, and they say, "Oh, you got to be careful what they eat here and what they eat there." And obviously, same with the horses. And the funniest part about it all is that you know that they, everyone uses different meat. So someone will use horse, someone will use you know chicken, someone uses beef, someone uses you know beef from your local butchers. Others use knackery meat. Kangaroo, yeah, yeah, kangaroo, you name it. And any more animals? You, you think no, uh, I wouldn't have thought. But you, but you think you do the right, you know, you do the right thing. Go and buy like good quality meat, and you, we still like. People say, "Oh, you know, like you try and get the best quality you can." Yeah, but you can't help things. Well, like there's this no, there's, there's, there's no element of life where there's no risk, um, no. and but it's just it, like I, I wasn't making a lot of it earlier. I mean, I've uh, uh, lost pets, uh, not great. I've never had a greyhound before, but it's a devastating, it's a devastating thing. Like, to, oh, it to, sucks. and to and to see your animal sick, and then you yep. don't know, you don't know what's wrong. Yeah, and it's taken this time to to investigate it. But I, you do. At the same time as Poppy says, you do feel sorry on the other side because you can have a bit of bad luck in, in the game as well, can't you? I mean, you, can, you, 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 oh, you can't sure. test every little thing and make sure. Uh, they've done the investigation, at least now, hopefully we know. Yeah, well, I um, I was speaking to a friend of mine who said that uh, one of their dogs came back with a uh, an irregular swab mm-hmm. and they went back to where the dog was housed and the yard it was in and half of the treated pine post had been chewed away by this one dog. Really? Yep. How do you control that? You like, can't. You can't. So then they went back and said, oh, we're going to have to rip the pole out and put a you know, steel pole in so this dog can't chew it or, you know, let it out in the yards with a muzzle. But like, there's certain things that, like, you know, just even same, – same with the horses. Horses are the exact same. Yeah, no doubt I went to a tra- horse trainer's place the other day and half his fence posts were all chewed up by the horses. And- well, the, the, the problem is as well <laughs> – I don't know whether you guys know about this, but particularly in harness racing, they were getting arsenic positives yeah. out of those treated pine posts. Pine posts. Yep. Um, wow. We're going to go to a break. I'll tell you where you won't get sick. The Grey's Bistro. No, it's open for takeaway and free delivery, potentially from Poppy. It's at sale. So make sure you so get involved. If I call up and put an order in, yeah. Pop, does Poppy have an hour or an hour and a half to drive to here? Or? Uh, I'm I, hungry. I, I would suggest we, no we free delivery there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, we do have limits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you might have to tack on... Yeah, some petrol money. Yes, Poppy. Yeah, I'll just chuck it in the dro- in the passenger seat yeah. of a taxi, and you just if you pay the fare when it gets there, I'm happy to pay for the meal. I've got my taxi driver. I'm going to go down. I'm pretty happy soon. to shout the meals um, for for us, Pop, when um, when so suspense, suspense rules get up. Suspense rules, or when we get down to sale what, at yeah. some point in the future. Sounds good. What we're going to do? Good. What we're going to do is go for a break, and then when we come back, use these four minutes wisely to get your quaddie together. I've already got mine together, and we'll talk about the tiered quaddies as well. We're winning tonight. Poppy says it's the best night ever on Sale Sundays, and I've got to tell you, I agree. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Grey's Bistro, open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. Welcome back to Sale Sundays. Have I mentioned the Grey's Bistro? Open for takeaway at the moment. I, I, I'm, I, I want to talk about the Comfortable Sports Lounge. They've told me no, you're just not going to do it anymore. Uh, it's off the agenda for the moment until we get uh, some patrons back. Um, Sale Sundays, J-Bond's best of the night. Poppy's put it up. Yes, Poppy. A little bit of uh, support there, and you can see Aussie legend. Nice little Jeez. photo. Yeah, like, likes it too. Happy Look at the snap. face on. 
Aussie legend. Oh, I think. Like, I, yeah, I got it done. I, I got the job I, done. I'll tell you what, he, he just went into the race and, and went, I am just faster than these greyhounds. Now, you, you spent the, the break. I told you to get your quaddy ready, which you have. Yep. But you also decided to have a little video call with your friend that you decided to call out on air about uh, jumping yep. off the bombers. So Yeah, tr- she, oh, she tried calling me twice while I was on air, and clearly I'm not, not that... Um, Unprofessional. Well, they're having a bit. Of, it seems clear to so me. They they're, they're, they're having a Sunday session. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's yeah. call a spade a they spade. Said, the, the girls said they said you you should have came and watched the game. And I said, well, I've got priorities. I've got to be on radio. But yeah, um, you're, and pro, to, you're a professional. And to be honest, I, and I said I don't want to sit around traders as well. And she had a good laugh at that. She knows I'm only staring at her. A good friend of our Shannon. But uh, her friend, gee, she was salty. She was very salty that the dogs. She goes, fancy beating the top side and you're still not in the eight. One, you know what? One of the great privileges of being in broadcasting is the ability to call out people on air, and they've got no right of reply. It's fantastic, mate. Oh, you, you can, you can in. say whatever you want, but there's no, they can't say anything. Nah. You can just keep hammering her if you want. <laughs> <laughs> See what she hasn't got a microphone. No, uh, <laughs> no, nah, nah, it's all it's all good fun. I just I had the last laugh. That was it. Do you want my quarter here, Poppy? I do. Oh, I, I do, you Jay, but I'm ready to go when you're ready. Uh, first leg numbers odd three and seven. Three and seven. You're going nice and thin. Okay. Uh, I, and this is it's dangerous, very dangerous in that first league. It's yeah, a very open race. Opposite ways. But I reckon it's three and seven. One, two, four, seven, and nine. One, no, two, you need four, to change seven, that. It's nine. three and seven. Tomo, Tomo's telling me I've said two and seven. That's that's that same situation with Javiel Menace oh, coming no. up again. So oh, three no. and se- calm down, everyone. Take a breath. Three and seven into one, two, four, seven, nine into one, three, four, five. One, three, four, five. And I've I've cowardly. I was going to leave Mossimo out, but I'm throwing it in there. One, two, and seven in the final league. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm, okay. Oh, one, two, and seven in the final league. All right. Uh, what's that? Two times 10, 40. 120, 120. for 100. Okay. So 40% will get out of uh, the 50 bucks. Yep. What are you going to do? Right, what about you, Peacock? All right, so I've gone field. Yeah. One, two, seven. Field. Mm-hmm. One, two, seven. Yep. Two, three, five, seven. Two, three, five, seven. Interesting. And two and seven in the last league. Two and seven in the last league. No time for Massimo at all. No, no time for Massimo. No time for Tiger Isla, a greyhound that wants okay. off the track. Oh, there. absolutely. One of, one of the lays of the night. Yep. He'll probably make us look silly now, but... Oh, it's going to be pretty hard. The way we've, you know, the way we've started, pretty hard to make us look silly <laughs> at this point. I've got, to be, I've got to be honest. If a couple of things go wrong, we've earned, we've earned the right uh, for that to happen. I, I'm actually a little bit dirty. I should have left Massimo out, but if it wins, I'm a genius. So, uh, But the great thing is here... We just really, from a magnanimous point of view, I want one of us to get the quaddy. Okay? Yep. And I've played super aggressive in this first leg. So, um, you know, it, well, you're going to get it because you've you got the field. So hopefully, if I go out, we'll just be following your quaddy home. And I did say you'd get the quaddy tonight because you get very, you, you, you're one of the most confident men I've ever met in my entire life. But you, uh, you, well, um, Boys, whatever. It's a, I'll call you a man. Right, men I've ever met in my entire life, but you, you, you don't back yourself in quaddies. The watchdog's quaddie, by the way, goes a little like this. In fact, it doesn't go a little like this. It goes exactly like this. Three, watchdog. four, and seven in the first leg. Three, four, seven. Into two. Yep. One out with the two. Mm. Uh, one and five in the third leg. Mm-hmm. And then right. he's played wide in the final leg, the open. One, two, three, six, and seven. So, uh, you know what he doesn't do, Watchy? He doesn't really go like real wide. He never goes six, seven, eight, le- eight in a leg. Well, I think probably. See, the difference is uh, like he's he, good, but he's the hardcore tipster, you know. And I think sometimes when you're when you're considered that bloke, 
then people don't want you to, you know, I think from his perspective, he probably looks at it, Poppy, and says, well, anyone can go wide, but I'm, I'm trying to give them, I'm, I'm giving them Value an aggressive, yeah, I'm, yeah. G- I'm giving yeah. That, them, I'm giving them the, the weight of my, uh, my knowledge and my IP, and I'll, and this is the aggressive way to play. He's if a you, genius too. If you want, yeah, well, he's amazing. I mean, he Thursday night lids fly. Everyone wins nearly every week. Like he, it's amazing that yeah. people actually profit regularly uh, on that he, show. He, he cops some flack though, doesn't he? Peacock he does. Yeah. Often. He does. He does. And um, it was actually it, it was really good it's on the nature of the game. It was it? good on Thursday night. It, 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 I thought that was fantastic on Thursday night. So Poppy, I don't know if he was tuning in, but he would have heard that. Um, uh, Kuro Kismet was going around Yes And then yep. obviously J-Bon hadn't heard the story Of what happened last time And uh, Fitz explained the story Matty Clark Then, yeah. then, then, yeah. then texts in Yeah And, yeah, and then uh, And then Fitz Goes You know if, if someone was giving me lip I would just say Oh your dog's a cat And this that You know Just mucking around Well then Kuro Kismet got up And Clarky texted in He goes Not bad for a cat So I thought that was A good bit of interaction <laughs> From both So uh, And that yeah. was fantastic But uh, yeah Credit goes out to Clarkie, and that's what it's all about. And and you know what, um, Melissa Mail, yep. the the owner of yes. Kuro Kismet, uh, she's a, a big also a tweeted big, in. Yep, wasn't able to listen, yep. but wasn't was, able uh, to listen in. But yeah, um, so who, fantastic. Just very quickly, who have you got in your staying life for six year? No, I have got the four, the Dr. four, Doctor Lissandra, Roddy. Eh? Yeah, I like it a lot. I okay, will lead and win. I reckon that Javiel Menace will lead and win. Yep. All right, Doctor Lissandra for me. Here we go. Come on, Menace. Come on, Dennis. Top selection. Jeez, I've played skinny here, haven't I? Box them quickly here for race five. I mean, it's really, it's, the chickens are really coming under roost. Come on, Javiel. Get out. No. Javiel's there. Get after it, Javiel. Come on, Javiel. Javiel's got it cold. Cold. Sneaky. Sneaky. Oh, no. What's happening here? Oh, no. The two. <laughs> the two. Did you change on the Cordia, Tomo? Oh, no. Oh, no. Tomo. We talked about happy mistakes before. That was a theme of the show. Actually, I told him to change it, didn't I? Uh, that's unbelievable. I had the two accidentally down as uh, my first leg in the staying alive for six. There's no need for that. The, see, that's the kind of sound effects that'll get you in trouble, Tomo, all right? I, I don't want to have to tell Jules Bayard and, and Hutchie, like, this oh, bloke's starting to do this is, sort of stuff geez, on here. stiff. We were both stiff in the staying alive for six. Jeez, I don't know what that race yeah, was, looked like on track, Poppy, but that was, was a red? wild and woolly affair. Well, yeah, he almost, think, Poppy would have yeah, caught red, a couple yeah. of the dogs, like, <laughs> like being in the slips. They came through, got a cappuccino on the way through, boys. Um, <laughs> half that field, but a good result for you, for your quaddy. Good result for your quaddy. Yeah, great, result. great result. And watchdog, uh, credit where credit's due. He went thin with three, four, seven, and ended up getting a fifteen to one pop to uh, kick off his quaddy. No, he didn't have it. That was a two. Yeah, three. The two Watchdog. One. Oh, two one. It did two. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. This, Where, two, yeah, yeah, this two three debate. It's like green and red and colourblind. <laughs> it's unbelievable. The twos and the threes. Ah, so it's only so you, Peacock. It's yeah, only it's you. only me, mate. It's only me this time. What we did said, I say? I did say at the start of the show you would get the quaddy tonight. Gonna, well, put some. You were in here for the first fifteen minutes, but I was talking about it in there. That's um, that's hurtful. It's got to be said because I I, I honestly thought, well, I, J, it was between Javiel Menace and Doctor Neeke. It looked like coming to the turn, didn't it? Yeah, well, well we, Javier, were, we were fighting it out. And then but the they were going up for the same. Underneath. They were going for the same spot, and they kind of every 
Jeez, I don't I've, know what happened. Whether well, yours like eased a little bit and then caused contact with mine, and then mine got poleaxed, and the seven just got a nice run, and then all of a sudden the two just you know, see the Steve Bradbury. Yeah, I uh, yeah, it's fair to say I'm confused, but um, these things happen. These things happen in life. Uh, we'll be getting Clarky on the line pretty soon, I reckon. Actually, I'm looking forward to speaking to Clarky because yeah. they've uh, we've had a bit of rain down here, so I'd be interested to see how that Trogan track's going. We're planning, you know, Tony Mitchell said before, we're planning to launch the Gippsland Festival sort of first week in December uh, with the Sale Cup kicks off the Gippsland Festival of Racing on Boxing Day and then just a second week of January we're into the Warrigal Cup and then we culminate it with the Australia Day Tarogan Cup, which should be a, a good six weeks of racing. But uh, they've got a tight deadline there at Tarogan, very tight deadline, because I think they're going to troll there for a period of time and then run some sort of some Monday meetings before they get into their Friday night meetings again. But they're, yeah, they're running them pretty tight. It's going to be interesting. Well, Steve Clark now joins us here on Sale Sundays. And uh, just having a chat with Poppy there, Clark, he says there's a little bit of a tight deadline, but I'm sure you're, uh, you're a pillar of confidence that everything will be uh, as you want it to be as you head towards this Gippsland Carnival coming up. Yeah, well, let's hope so. It's, uh, as Poppy said, it is tight, but... Uh... Yeah, no, we're, we're quietly confident that we can get everything done. So, hey, what's happened over the last four? What's happened over the last four or six weeks, Clarky? How's it? How's the Trogan track coming along? Yeah, no, well, we've got the the base we've put down this week, probably as in the final um, structure of the base, which uh, and then they'll put the membrane on in the sand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rail goes up. The rail goes up next week. The lighting's all done. It's uh, the concrete padding for the uh, for the boxes and so on is um, in place probably for the next fortnight. So. It's, um, the next two or three weeks are really imperative. If the weather stays away and stays uh, nice, uh, we'll get a lot done in the next fortnight and start sitting up in the next uh, three or four weeks. And, and am I right, Clarky, in saying that there'll be a bit of a, a period of trialling just to sort of ease yourself into it before, you know, some some sort of midweek or early week meetings before you really start to stride out uh, with confidence with your Friday night meetings? Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, we'd like to do probably four to six weeks of just trials. Um, and if that means we trial every day or every second day yeah. to get uh, people there, then that's what we'll do. Because uh, of the uniqueness of the track, we want to get as many people the opportunity to look at the track as we can. It, um, and then GRV are, are pretty stringent on. They'd like um, probably three would be the optimum number of Monday meetings and then mm-hmm. take off on a Friday night meeting. So it's... Um, and that's not to say we're throwing the Monday dogs to the walls on a new track. It's just that there's some logistical operational things that we have to get right. Um, and you know yourself, probably, it's not just a question of putting the dogs around. There's a lot of logistics goes into running a race meeting. So that's why we say let's do three Mondays. It doesn't put pressure on the club to run two race meetings a week. We get our logistics around the uniqueness of the track right, and then we take off and start racing twice a week after that. Um, yeah. And, and as much as there's the, the the track is the focus as it should be around the track too, some uh, improvements to make it a little bit more enjoyable for the for the public and the community groups that want to use it. Yeah, absolutely. The club's invested about a quarter of a million dollars of its own money. It's um, we, we to the committee's credit, we want to come back, um, you know, at a next level type club. We're getting a next level track, so we want to support that investment and come back at the next level type of club like you guys run at Sale and. You know, we've got a big semaphore board that will donate back to the community groups um, to use as a fundraising opportunity for them as an outdoor cinema. It's, uh, the club's putting a, a massive viewing deck, probably the biggest viewing deck in the state of Victoria, I'd imagine, but it, it's massive and um, it's right next to the track. So 
it's, um, it'll be exceptional viewing opportunity for people when they come. Uh, we want people to come and have a, a trainers and public to come and have a unique experience and, and leave the place thinking, gee, wow, wasn't that a fantastic bloody experience for us? So, you know, it, it, uh, it's a big investment, but I think we've got it right. And, sorry, uh, Jay Bond, just, Clarky, with trialling, uh, there's been discussion around uh, the shape of the track and, and how uh, how trials might be different than normal. Yeah, it's, um, what, we, what we intend to do is run trials similar to Hillsville. So because you've got to move the boxes on and off the track, um, we're a bit quick, we'll be a bit quicker than Hillsville because they're hydraulic um, boxes. So they tell me they're going to take about one minute to get on and one minute to get off. So it's a pretty quick operation. But you have to race where the boxes were and, and make sure the track's better down correctly um, to ensure the greyhound safety. So we intend to run it in blocks of 10. Um, mm-hmm. We'll probably run um, 20, 20 trials over... 10 trials over the 350, 10 over the 390, and then go back to the 350 and 390 because that's where the majority of your, your, your trials will be. And then, and then in between all that, run 10 over the 450 and, and then um, spasmodically run the 500s depending upon what the demand is. So it's, um, we'll, we'll, it'll be a learning experience for us as we go along. But it's, um, again, we'll have, we'll have some consultation with the participants on the participant day when they come. So it's, uh, and we'll make sure we get that um, right according to what they want and what their demand is before we open. Oh, it's, it's exciting times. The line actually makes it sound like you're on the Apollo 13 at the moment, uh, Clarkie. So you might just be taking a look at the track from above somewhere in space. But I tell you, the excitement here is just with the time of the year that it's going to come, a couple of public holidays, Boxing Day, Australia Day, and just the hope because we know right now – there's a lot of, you know, we're in the darkness again with uh, the pandemic crisis, but just thinking to yourself, we're probably going to fall at a perfect time and the possibility to have that party atmosphere across these three tracks over um, over that period, it, it is very exciting. I know there's a lot of work on. I know there'd be a lot of stress on, but there'd be a lot of excitement as well. Yeah, 100%. And, and, and I hope the participants out there and the public out there realise uh, and appreciate the fact that the three Gippsland clubs work so well together. And it's uh, an example, just a recent meeting, we made a decision amongst the three of us to, um, to forego our, our launch and combine that with the Gippsland Carnival launch to make one massive launch. So it launched our club back into the Gippsland Carnival. So we said, what, what a day that'll be. I mean, we're going to have marquees and our big deck and our new track and VIPs and public and trainers. Just really exciting, and we're in negotiation with the council to get them on board for our Australia Day Cup to make it an event, a community event, and our cup. So we'll run our cup throughout throughout the day, probably finish at about eight or nine o'clock at night, and then have a, a massive concert, yes. Australia Day concert afterwards. So, yeah, good. You know, it's um, you know, we've got some exciting things, and and we've got the support of Graham Race and Victoria and the other the other two club managers from Gippsland. So. Yeah, the sky's the limit, and we're really excited to come back with an absolute bang. So. And you and you know what, boys? The, the, the saying is always location, location, location. Trelgan uh, Greyhound Clubs basically, it, it's around it. It's a nice mixture of residential, commercial. It's uh, it's plenty of parking. It's inside the Trelgan uh, Racecourse, obviously. But over the last five years, Clarky, the amount of development around that location is is can be fed off. There's no question about that. Yeah, absolutely right, probably. And, and we found at Terrelgan, it's, um, I mean, you're a local Terrelgan guy, but we found at Terrelgan, it's, uh, if we build it, they come. So if you put something on that's worthwhile getting to, um, we, we are absolutely inundated with, 
with local support. So it's, um, and we look forward to um, that support to continue, if not growing. Uh, in the near future. There's a bit, bit of Kevin Costner there. I love that as well. So we're, uh, we're, we're getting all the uh, all the plugs in. I'll tell you what, uh, Clarky, the problem is you, Mitch, and Poppy and Paddy J, you're going to get kicked out of racing. Racing people aren't supposed to work well together. I don't know if you if you haven't heard this. Like that, <laughs> this, It's not allowed. So if you're working so well together, you're contravening all the rules, mate. Yeah, mate. I, I, you're dead right there. And it's, uh, look, if, if, if everyone jumped on board and worked the way we yeah. do, I think it would be a, a 100% better industry. It's... Um, we really do get along. There's no animosity. I hope Poppy gets a million people to his bloody cup and, 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 and has a great night and a same for Tony and that they think the same as our club. So it's the only way forward. It, um, we, we kill it in Gippsland. The Gippsland Carnival just grows and grows and and, it's, uh, and that's critical. If you work together, then the sky is definitely the limit for well, our industry. Well, I'll let you go, Clarky. but uh, as I said to Mitch earlier, I think uh, Peacock and I would be absolutely privileged to be uh, out there and to help out in any possible way we can uh, when the meeting goes ahead. I mean, we've got our fingers and toes crossed, but you'd reckon by then, bloody hell, please, uh, hopefully the world's back to something semi-normal. So anything we can do to help, mate, as well, because I love the way uh, you blokes work together in the Gippsland region. So you just tap us on the shoulder and anything we can do, we'll be out there to help out in any way we can. Yeah, fantastic, mate. You do a great show and... It's what 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 we need at race means a bit of, a bit of fun a bit of banter uh, and uh, create a bit of interest. Be good at be good at all the sites. I'm telling you, be good at all the all the clubs. Get us down there. Uh, we, 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 create a racket. We're going to have a good time. And uh, to be honest, <laughs> knowing that there's going to be that big concert and, and an after party, I, I don't need much more. I've got, I've got to tell you that that'll lure me down. After party. Hey, Clarky, thanks for having a chat, mate. We'll talk again soon. And good luck with everything in the lead up to yep. uh, to the track opening. Yeah, cheers. Thanks, boys. Have a great night, eh? Time for a break here on Sale Sundays. When we come back, we'll try and find more winners. Good start to the quaddy for the cockpit. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays. Gray's Bistro, open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. Welcome back to Sale Sundays. Uh, you listen to SEN Track. Gray's Bistro open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. We're not going to order from there tonight, but at some stage we definitely will. Um, we'll get stuck into some of our, our normal uh, programming at some stage. Are we, are we, have we got a, a quiz and a fast talking tonight or not so much? Have, yeah, we have, boys. Yeah, I've got a fast talking for both of you, a quiz between the both of you. I mean, at, you know, Mitch uh, jumped out of the blocks, as you recall, very, very quickly, but you've... You've you've got him in the rearview mirror at the moment, so ran second okay. today at Hillsville rearview mirror. Did it really? Yeah, one of my favourite songs of all time, Pearl Jam. Yeah, hmm. um, I um I, I can't remember what the quiz questions are. I can see them on the table. I haven't got them in front of me, but um I think they're a bit of a mixture again. I okay. reckon they're a bit of a mixture. We might go to that after the next race, but we got to yeah. find a winner here. I'm I'm with Mr. Neo, and you're with uh, the Chatterbox Tilly. I, 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 one of the two we're going to lead here. You'd reckon. Peacock Arena? You'd like to think so. I think that the leader comes from one or two. Uh, I, I just think Zachary drawn out there. I, I don't know if it's the greatest thing for him. Um, you, you saw last week he was slow to begin. He railed up and he, he got the job done. But I, I just think that these two could be too slick. So it's, what, what yeah. about demolition? What are you, what's your oh, thoughts I think he can win, Poppy. No, I definitely think he can win. Uh, I, last, uh, last start, Sandown's gone 29.63. I know. So the thing is, there's a couple here, I reckon, at all. It, it's at value. But there's one. I reckon Victory Chase is not totally out of the hunt here. Yeah, no, I just think again. I know it led four starts back, but it's gone twenty four eighty here over the four forty at sale. That's not. Was that's, it? It almost led last week when we 
It was, wasn't it? It almost led. Yeah, I, I just think, well, there's not a lot of speed. Like, the, the, the one and the two are going to have a crack. I just think my philosophy was that the two will get across the one, and after that it's probably probably game over. But so you, you reckon the one's going to lead? Yeah, I reckon the one will lead. The only thing so is, the one's hit and miss, isn't it? Yeah, but now it's got its um, last run out of the way where it led. It'll have confidence. It, they usually can back it up again. Mm. Bobby? I was just going to say, one, two, and seven is what we're looking for for Peacock's quad. He's got off to a flying start, fourteen seventy. So, one, two, and seven to keep himself alive. And then he goes a bit wider in the third legs. That's good. Well, when you play, the thing is, you know, when you play the field, you, that you need something at about so at very least five or six bucks, um, just to just to balance you up, get you a start. But anything better, I mean, it's an eight-dog race, so anything better than eight dollars you've made money, you've probably, I'd say it's even better. I talk about this with quaddies all the time. It's only paid 14, has it, the first leg? Yep. But I reckon mm-hmm. it's actually, I reckon your $50 investment is already worth 150 personally because I reckon, I reckon the majority would have, uh, would have left it out. So if you've tried to play any skinnier than field, I don't think it gets in the mix. So um, for that reason, I think your quaddie's going... Going very, very well, um, but I am with uh, I'm with Mr. Neo here to win. You're with Chatterbox. Tilly, interestingly, Tilly, you would think this is the right box, but six starts from the red yeah. for only one win. The duck eggs. Yeah, so it's interesting. Yep. Um, all right, away we go. We're past advertised starts. I'm Cole Galley doing a great job out there tonight. And, uh, don't, say, don't say he's not because uh, Damo will come after you. Yeah, true. I don't want that. He's a big man. In the heat here last weekend. Sneaks into the he's field. Strong man. It's got a, yeah, he's a good a man. I love chance. that. Just has to overcome that uh, centre drive. Started up with his double entendres a little bit last night. But yeah. Yeah. safe at around $6.50. <laughs> So the quick tip bins final. The night's feature uh, feature What's race here at the Sale. Quick tip bins. And the next of our five twenties. Yeah. The light is on. And the lure's on its way. Or in Maori. The quick tip bins. Yeah. Oh, I've got the quick tip bins, mate. Right, come on, one. Get race out. six. They're off. And last of oh, the yes. boxes was You've Andy led. Rose. Showing good pace was Chatterbox. Tilly, Mr. Neo gets the run through behind it. The second going forward now was Demolition Victory Chase. This will be interesting. Yeah, you Zachary can't get on the track at the moment. And two Are you going to let me? Annie Rose yep. last of all favourites. One, two. Oh, hello. They've uh, oh, propped no. up. Oh, no. Done it again. There. The field's now bunched up. What's going on sale tonight? Getting up on the inside. Victory Chase. One of the bowlers. What Front. It might be a race-winning move. It's what did I say? Demolition Annie Rose for the Miners. absolute peanut. 34 bucks. Did you have that? Yeah, did. I, I, I said I thought it was a great winning chance at $34. Coming up towards the, the two, the two the just ruined the race. That's right. That's me being a self-congratulator. But yeah. I did say yeah. I thought the $34, like the 34 two, and 9. The two just ruined the race. It, it didn't want to go on with it. What's going on? What's in the water at the, in the uh, no. sale tonight? Like, yeah, and the one led beautifully. The two, instead of pursuing, it, it decided it wanted to... No, we've, it just had a couple, we've just had a couple of races that have been pretty wild. Yeah, I know, but it caused carnage, the two. Mm. Mr. Neo. Well, speaking of carnage, boys, I've got to quickly shoot off. We've uh, had a car accident in our car park, so I'll get back to you in a sec, all oh, right? Oh, dear. All right. Um, okay. That's, uh, we've got to let Poppy get to that. You'd like to think, well, I don't want to make light of it, but you'd like to think inside a car park... You'd hope it wasn't too bad, wouldn't you? Well, you shouldn't be going any quicker than about 20Ks. Yes. I don't, you know, I don't, we can't comment any further. We hope everyone's okay. We do. At sale, and uh, we were going to get to the um, the quiz there, but we'll just hold fire on that for the time being. Jeez. I said victory, chase, and demolition. They've ended up running 1-2. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. I, may, I Hopefully I was declarative enough with my thoughts um, that maybe a couple of the listeners were happy to have a little bet there because – I did, yeah, I really, really thought of that. Just crazy odds. Now, if things don't go right, it doesn't win the race. But 
It shouldn't oh, have been. It shouldn't have been those odds. Yeah, the two makes me sick. Right, we were texted in earlier, and somebody asked, and rightly so, why do we call Mitch a beer, the peacock? You can't keep me cooped up in here, okay? I am a peacock. You gotta let me fly. Why oh. do we call you the peacock? Oh, we should have. We should have really got Miles Fitzner on to answer this. It, he t- was the one who gave me the label, the peacock. Really? Yes. And, and yeah. it's got to do with... Well, it's got to do with, one, my Pump hair. your chest out as yeah. well. Yeah, pump my chest out when I get a winner. Yeah. Uh, my hair. You know, the, what she always says, the feathers. Ron, um, Rhino says number four, Ray Six at Carnarvon, by the way, uh, paying uh, six fifty. yes. Yep. So, um, yeah, and that was a little bit of the combination. So a bit of the feathers, uh, pump the chest out, you know, get carried away when I get a winner. I, I love it. Yeah, no, I reckon it's fantastic. I think it's he's he's, he's nailed it, he and it hasn't it stuck. It has, yeah, it has. He's done well. I considered myself at Harness Racing Victoria. I considered myself almost the uh, the caretaker. So there was another bloke that I worked with years ago called Chris Bell, who now lives in uh, Indianapolis and runs his own business. But we were the purveyors of handing out the nicknames. Yep, some ripper nicknames. Um, there was uh, there was Jenny McGavin. Shooter. Shooter. Um, but it was different. Uh, Rose Nadeel, mm. the real deal Nadeel. We, we called her the real deal. Yeah. Uh, what else did we have? There was a bloke who used to always walk a certain way when he t- turned up to work, so he was nicknamed Clockwise. Uh, <laughs> he was Clockwise. Um, who else did we have? Uh, Bakes was one that we gave, but Bakes was an interesting one. Blake Redden. It started out as B-Reds. And then bread, and then where's the bread made? The bakery. So he just turned into he turned into baker, and then he was bakes, and he was bakes for the rest of his uh, rest of his time on SEN track, and certainly his career when he was uh, when he was broadcasting. He's often greener pastures now, but uh, nicknames, nicknames are just are fantastic. Yeah, you know, I've I've had my fair share. It has to be said. Yeah, over well, the I, years, I used to, we used to come up with a crack, couple of crackers at high school. I'm just trying to think of a few of the boys, but. Um... When they suspect, I, I've said this one on there before, but I, and I just want to make it as I always do. Want to make it clear that I, I didn't set the fire. This is what I told the principal. I didn't set the fire. I just fueled it. So I didn't try and burn down the school. But I, I was nicknamed uh, Bonfirington there for a for, for a period of time, a <laughs> uh, short period of time. Uh, Billy I've always jo- I've always got eBay because my last name. Yeah, but I like. I mean, Showtime's good, but Peacock really. The Pfizer vaccine's done. He, he's, that's, that's a beautiful yeah, nickname. He's done, well. he's done really well. Very well. Uh, yeah, I, I love a, I love a good nickname. I've had. I was Bono at school, but Bonner's J Bon. Um, yeah, there's been about thirty Temerity. of them over the years. Hey, Temerity. Temerity. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Uh, uh, arrogant prick. Um, uh, yeah, yeah well, a lot over the years, but I don't really mind. The only thing I've mentioned this a couple of times. I don't like being called Bonnington. It's your last name. Yeah, but it's too hard to say. People are trying to – they're trying to patronise to you when they say a name that long. You know, you don't say – you don't find somebody named Tomlinson and go, hey, Tomlinson. You say Tomo or whatever yeah. it might be. Do you have a nickname J-Bond says, Daniel, well, J-Bond's an inch. J-Bond really – it's Bon – Bon in friendship in, in friendship groups, really. I, yep. But J-Bond is the other one that's, that's stuck. Um. It was given. I can't actually remember. I call myself Bond Banger sometimes. Yeah. Uh, who, tipped, who tipped us that horse at uh, Carnarvon? Did it win? No. It Rhino it's tailed off last. I'd say it was Rhino, a Rhino, Rhino, Rhino. It was. A, it, you yeah. know, have you ever seen dodgeball? 
Yeah. It was a bold play, Cotton. Like, to, to tip at Carnarvon, that, that's, Rhino's gone. Oh, Rhino, I backed him in too. I've, Rhino's, did you I've, actually back him in? Yeah, I did. I, 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 I wonder why you got so dark about it. Uh, but, yeah, uh, pe- people still like, some people go with Bono and Bonners, but you almost know how close, I know how close I am with somebody, than what they call me, basically. And the only person who calls me Jason now uh, is my partner. my partner. Calls me Jason, and it always makes makes you shake. It does. When somebody calls you your actual first name in its entirety, you you, you do feel like you've done something wrong. Yeah. See, like the only Mitch, Mitch. The only person that's ever called me Mitchell, yeah. that's my full name. Yes. Um, is my friend who I was just on uh, the Facetime with uh, Shannon. Like if I'm, you know, if I'm getting a bit carried away with the bombers, like yes. I was just then, she'd be Mitchell, like Mitchell. Mitchell. It's like calling Pop- it's, like, it's, like, it's like saying to Poppy, Robert. Robert, yes. Mm. Uh, is everything okay with the, with with a little bingle there? Uh, no, it's a small little accident. Small okay. little accident. Yeah, it's just a little ding, just a little delivery problem. But that's okay. Wasn't your BMW? Oh, wasn't was the, it? Wasn't no. the wasn't the delivery of a Palmer? Was it? Uh, look, it may have been. Oh no, it may have been. The boys have been busy down there tonight, so we probably do a hundred deliveries on a Sunday night. So there's, there's, we've got a, honestly, we, we, that's the level of few. That's yeah, a level a of few deliveries. Yeah. yeah, we've got a few delivery cars sort of zipping all around the area. So. It's not the ideal result, but we've been going for a year doing, or well, a year and a bit since we went to lockdown, guys. A year and a bit doing takeaways, and that's our first little hiccup. So, can't be too disappointed. No, and, and to be honest, they're just flying. They're flying in and out. It's like the baton change. We saw some very good ones during the Olympics. We saw some pretty poor ones. We did, yeah. Uh, some stay in their lanes, and yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that, that's what's happening in the car park. But we, we're just very pleased that nobody has been badly hurt. We're going to go to a break. When we come back, we will get to that quiz. And I'm looking forward to taking on the Peacock, who I'm just going to try and make sure he's engaged. You listen to Sale Sundays I'm here on SEN Track. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Grey's Bistro, open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. Welcome back to Sale Sundays. Grey's Bistro, open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. Pick up or free delivery in sale. That's, uh, <laughs> that's professional work. Um, <laughs> Wasn't in the studio about eight seconds ago. All right, uh, so it's time for Tomo Javon's quiz. Jason Bonington considers himself a champion quiz master. From his appearance on Temptation, it is time for the Javon quiz with your quiz master, Rob Popplestone. Uh, good on you, boys. Hey, Jay Bond, just take us through that temptation appearance again. How, how, how did it how did it come about? Okay, so the the process with I I I loved uh, I've always loved trivia and got more and more into it. And then I was going through. I, I think I might have been on the show. Actually, I spoke about. Um, I went through a period of life where uh, I wasn't uh, travelling brilliantly. It has to be said, and I started to just basically uh, throw challenges at myself and. One of them, I thought, I'll go on TV. Um, when, when I wasn't leaving the house all that much, and I thought, oh yeah, you know, this is throw yourself right into the furnace. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, so I applied for Temptation, and you go into the a big hall in the old uh, the old Channel Nine studios in Richmond, and uh, so there was about I don't know 150 people there, and they and they give you a 25 30 question quiz, and it was a doozy, very oh, okay. very tough. And so there was yeah. only about eight of us left at the end of that. That and uh, that selection process, and then uh, you have to do a little personality inventory, and I just threw a few things in there where I thought, you know, we spoke about a hard luck story to get you on reality TV shows is a good idea, sure. but I went yeah. the other way and was talking about 
uh, I was playing in a band at the time, and I was like, you know, I, I, I just love the idea of just getting up and, you know, ripping the shirt off and just, you know, go, going crazy on the axe. Shirt. I hope you didn't take your shirt off. No, but then I, tur- then I turned up, and I was – it's very hard for people to believe this, and I understand why, but I was nervous as you could believe – and whoever the, the the woman was that's trying to wind you up and and bring out that personality that you put in your inventory, she's going, well, you know, what are you going to do when you get out there? And I'm just shaking. I'm, I've had my ninth coffee for the morning. Going, no, no, no. That, I just that, that was, I was just talking crap to try and get on the show. Like I, I'm not going to do any any of that. But then I warmed up. I was able to win that first night and the second night. I uh, got Megan Gale on the Famous Faces and uh, I was pretty yeah. cast at the time. Got about eight thousand dollars out of it and just got narrowly pipped at the post. But it cost me. 15 to play. So that's so I could have been a two-night champion, but I'll tell you what, at the time in, in my life, I was about 20, about your age, 26, 27. Uh, One-night champion and 8,000 was a better result, Poppy. Yeah, nice result. Uh, what did you wear? What did you wear on the night? Uh, uh, always a suit. Yeah, yeah, suit. Yeah, I, I was, was wearing a suit. A suit. Yeah. He actually yeah. sleeps in a suit. Yeah. I, wait, <laughs> I, and it's, 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 it's good to present yourself well. Uh, and it's not a birthday suit. You, I was about to say. Way, Mitch, I yeah. was just about to say it's not yeah. a birthday suit. Oh, that would have loved but that. Sometimes it's good to present yourself. Yeah. No, I was pretty ripped up at the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give yourself carpet burn. Hey, here we go. Uh, quiz time, boys. Here we go. You ready to go? Yes. Sure. Uh, this one could be a tough one for, uh, for our mate Mitch, but we'll see how we go. Quiz time, question one. In which city was singer Jim Morrison buried? Jason. He's buried Jason. in Paris. He is indeed. Question two. Who did Madonna kiss at the 2003 Video Jason. Music Awards? Jeez. Britney Spears. And? And Christina Aguilera, maybe? Perfect. Oh, pond banger. <laughs> pond banger's on fire. <laughs> Question three. Yeah. Where will you find the world's most ancient forest? Ancient forest? Mm-hmm. The world's right. most ancient. Ancient forest. Where would you find it? Jason. Jason? Australia. Yes. More details? Oh, that's, that goes down as a correct answer, doesn't it? I wouldn't have thought. It does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I, I mean, can you name the forest and where I, it is? I, no, I, I, I uh, no. Well, you, yeah, you'd be able to. It's the Daytree Daintree, forest. yeah. I was going to say yeah, the Daytree. Yeah. But Australia's, one, yeah, that, Australia's an, we're an old nation, yes. Yeah. Even though they didn't uh, find us for a long time. No, for a long time. Hey, what is the third sign of the Zodiac? Jason. Oh, gee, yes. The first sign of the Zodiac is actually Aries, so it would go Aries, Taurus. Is it Leo? Gemini. Oh, oh I should know. It's my I'm, brother. I'm a Gemini. Yeah. That's bad by me. That, that, that question was set up for you, Mitch, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, I don't, uh, I don't get into all that I'm stuff. Okay. I want to finish strong here. Here we go. Which is the only vowel on a standard keyboard that is not on the top line Jason. of letters? Uh-huh. Yes. Hey. Yeah, you've done well. He Four looked, out of five. He looked at his very, keyboard very, before hey! I could see it. Hey! 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 Oh, I love it. That was uh, uh, Jay Bond looking at the old keyboard before I got a chance to see it. Yeah. <laughs> He's very Cheeky good. All right, bugger. boys. Sorry, mate. You're in front of you too. Yeah. Uh, we're seventh race in the pro. I, I wish there had been more declarative about um, victory chase being over the odds because uh, I definitely thought it was. We're both against Tiger Ola here. I am going with uh, Do Good Davlin. Yep. What are you? Who are you going with? Um. Yeah. Look. Just... <laughs> here it's in the background. There, <laughs> yeah, carrying on like pork chops. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Dougal Davlin's probably the class runner in the race and has yeah. a good record at sale. Run a nice twenty nine fifty six about four runs back. Now, I thought Lavish Diamond was half yes. a chance. Yes, so did I. 
I thought it was half a chance, but the problem I find is that uh, Tiger Roll is a wide runner. So you know what I'm going to go? I'm going to go each way on the seven, Egyptian Tiger. I reckon this ground's got a lot of speed. Uh, it loves a wide draw. It was actually backed off the map on debut at Cranbourne off the pink. So I think it's going to be suited out in there. If I'm going to have another crack at one of big odds, I don't reckon Cosmic Roy's out of this. The distances, the track and distance stats are awful. 14 starts for three placings, but um, has been racing over the 520 primarily, but a couple of wins in, you know, 2969 over the 524 starts back. Pretty good going. And the thing is, almost every runner in this race is a hit and miss beginner. So you've got, I, 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 I couldn't pick a leader. Like, the, pick, picking a leader is almost impossible because you don't know how they're going to actually jump here, Peacock. Well, they're going to come out in a straight line, you would hope. Well, apparently you just said Tiger Roll is not going to. So uh, Mrs. Big Fella says, I call you Jason Lol. Uh, I actually quite like the name Jason, as many people will know. It's, it's something that gets revealed um, in, in a staggered way. But I, my real name's Eric. So I, I much prefer Jason. I, my my mum realised how, how does that come about? Oh, she just made an error. You know, I went, I, I've, I've told this story before, but I went to school the first day at school and um, they said to Eric, you know, call the role, Eric, yeah. Eric Bonington. I thought this is... This is amazing. There's like another Bonington here. Where's Eric? I, I'm going to make him my mate. Yeah. <laughs> there was no Eric. Uh, so I went home. I didn't go to school on the first day because they never called me. And, uh, and Eric, well, he was absent as well. And I went home and said, there's been a bit of a mix-up, Mum. What's going down? And she goes, oh, you, son, your name's actually Eric. Uh, and I've never actually – I started calling you Jason because once the drugs wore off and I got home from hospital, I realised you shouldn't be an Eric. You were actually a Jason. I had to be christened that way, so the drugs took a fair while to work off. But um, I will say that I much prefer Jason. I just I, there's nothing about me that is Eric. Oh, there is. You reckon? Yeah. A bit about you. The eel. There's a bit about you that's a, that's Keith. Um, do you know where Equatorial Guinea? There's another quiz one. Eric the eel, Moose and Barney. Uh, wasn't he a celebrity yet at the Olympics? Right, come on, the Egyptian tiger. I've got a feeling. Barely swim. I've got a good feeling here, Poppy. Tomorrow. Two dollars for Tiger and away, Tiger Isla missed it about a length or so. It's in the second half early, and Lavish Diamond Cosmic Roy got the best of the start. Yeah, well, Cosmic Roy's going to be strong here. Was do good. Devlin first turn off. Propping there was McClendon was uh, oh, shunted checked. into the back of one or Cosmic two. Cosmic Roy's going to be strong here. Yeah, outside, Who? Blue boys yeah, the day. three. Well back was Carrie and also Egyptian Tiger. Yeah, way to the too turn. strong. Lavish Diamond working hard. Cosmic Roy trying hard in second. Lavish Diamond's got a kick, and it's a race. That's hold it. That's hold it. Lavish Diamond's beaten. Cosmic Roy second. Early Blue Boy up for third, and back behind. How stiff was I with the seven? Just about to get around and then got cleaned up. After a very, very strong start to the night, it's been it's been a bit it's been a bit of one of those nights, hasn't it? It's been it just has, a, yeah. there's been some crazy rate. But another roughie they're getting up at four ten the drum. So the, the roughies have uh, looked after me in lieu of actually finding bloody winners on sale Sundays. Um, but we found a couple early on. Hey, Poppy. I know, yes. I know we're going straight off the back of the quiz, but we've got a little bit of time now. Would you, would you like to nail uh, my great friend, the, cock pe- oh, the peacock, I should say, on, uh, on the fast talking? I reckon Eric Bannington could do a good chopper impression, says Rhino. I do plenty of those impressions, as we know, particularly on a Thursday night. You ready to go, Poppy? Yep. I'm ready to go. Fast talking with uh, Mitch. Are you ready to go, Mitch? Ready to go. All right. If you were a breed of dog, what would you be? A German Shepherd. Uh, what would J-Bond be? Chihuahua. <laughs> Very confident. 
very, very confident. I, I, think, you might got, I, might, I think you might have got no those two the wrong way around. No we'll continue on. Uh, would you rather climb Ayers Rock or the Sydney Harbour Bridge? Mm, Sydney Harbour. Probably still that too. Uh, your biggest weakness? Oh. Yeah, don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Verticality. Yeah. Hey, that is a word. No, no, my biggest weakness would probably be... Jeez. This is staggering stuff. Yeah. Mm. Quizzes. <laughs> Quizzes, yeah. Okay, yep, you've uh, proved that. Uh, your biggest pet hate? Um. Yeah, that's, a, that's a hard one. You don't like you don't well, you don't like people uh, uh, stealing food. I know that. Yeah, you, that is it. That's exactly right. Stealing your food. Stealing off someone else's plate. That absolutely drives me bonkers. That's an assist for me, by the way. Yep, that is. There's a bloke you, in you, studio, yeah. not in studio. There's a bloke in <laughs> SEN family that does it, and it absolutely uh, grinds your gears. You know, you know what really annoys me when you go through the drive-through of Macca's or Hungry Jacks or KFC. Yep. And you've both got an opportunity to order, and they say, no, no, I'm okay, thanks. And then you get your food, and they start eating oh, chips. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no, nah, nah, it doesn't ha- don't happen. Chip, I'm often, uh, chips, if I offer, chips are almost, yeah, it's hard. No, well, you know, the other thing that also annoys me, mm-hmm. it's like I offer the missus, say, Dole, you want to go and get some KFC or some mm-hmm. Maccas on the way yeah, home? Yeah. No, 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 all good, get home. She said, I wouldn't mind some KFC or Maccas right now. Yeah, well, it's the same yeah. thing, And you're it? like, yeah. Oh, you reckon she's going to get out of the warmth and go back out there in winter and get some... Because you don't yeah. have any... Nah, she's not having any of anyway. yours, yeah. I do anyway. All right, word association. Ooh. Ben Simmons. Golden State Warriors. Liz Cambage. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Controversy. Yeah, okay. Lockdown. Oh, oh. Shut the shade in. Um... Yeah, waste of time. First words that come to your head. Protests. Yes. Vaccination. No. Paralympics. Yes. Vegemite. Love it. Marmite. Mm. Don't need it when you've got Vegemite. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Good, good work. Hey, listen, greatest Australian sports person ever. Ooh, that's oh, that's not bad. Oh, my word. Bradman. Lamington or Pavlova. Neither. Ox tongue or liver? Neither. Brussels sprouts or squash? Brussels sprouts. Break dancing as an Olympic sport? No. Apparently it's coming to Paris. Yeah, well, I won't be watching it. Um, if you could be a gold medalist, in what sport would it be? Oh, skateboarding. <laughs> they, are, parents, they are elite. Unfortunately, you're about 10 years too old, champ. Uh, parents' heritage? Uh, mum's a pom and mm-hmm. dad's Maltese Egyptian. Exactly. Grandparents, grandparents' heritage. Yeah, so uh, Maltese, Egyptian. Yep. And uh, my, yeah, my mum's mum's parents. I think they were both born in England. I believe. England, okay. yeah. yeah, I believe. But yeah, no, there's, there's a little bit of Spanish that goes back through um, my dad's side as well. Okay. Yeah, you, uh, you, you was, can see it all in you. Yeah. Not in yeah. me. Yeah. No, in dad, yes. Yeah. Where was your last holiday? Um, went to New Zealand. With okay. um, my partner and uh, another couple. Where about North or South Island? Oh, Jesus, going to. What's the name of the city? Queenstown. Yeah, South, South Island, yeah. deep, deep South. Uh, where's your next holiday? Um, probably. Jeez, somewhere local. Yeah, We're not looks going like anywhere at the moment. Sail. That- so, yeah, look forward to it. Yep. Hey, that's it. That's it for you. So, Jay Bond, you've got a little bit of thinking music before we get to you after the next race. 
Love it. Uh, I'm excited to get stuck into some of those questions. I'll tell you what, that, I reckon really the hardest question of all was the one you answered the quickest, which was uh, greatest Australian sports person. That's a very hard. That's a, oh, Brad, yeah. Bradman, great answer. Well, uh, no I, one's I don't going to reach his heights. But it's cricket. That's a thing. And only limited limited countries play it. That's the only. That's that would be the only caveat I would suggest. But it's still a great well, answer. What else you got to? What do you got to come up with that? I do, well, I, see, this is what you do. Yeah, don't backlash me. Don't get defensive. All right. I'm just. I'm, not, I'm just I'm not saying. I'm just saying. If if I was to play the devil's here, advocate against the great Donald Brabham, the boy from Barrel, I would say he played a sport that most of the countries in the world don't play. But he was. But he was the best of all time at it. Is that so, fair, Peacock? So does that mean Steve Bradbury is one of the greatest? Australian athletes, a sport that most people in the Olympics compete in. That's a really most long, countries. That's a really long bow. I mean, I, I, I've never, <laughs> I've never met another speed skater, and uh, and everyone <laughs> fell over as we well know. So I mean, that's you That's the longest bow I'm I've ever seen in my entire you life. Up. I'm just saying. We are going to go to a break at this point. Just take a breath. When we come back, more sales Sundays. The Greys Bistro. They're going to get the cars right, I reckon, before we get out again. But it's open for takeaway, pickup or free delivery and sale. Order daily. Live around Australia on SEN Track. You're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays. Greys Bistro open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. Made it back in the studio with at least twenty five seconds. But these boys are winding me up tonight. They can, they can see, they can, they can smell blood in the water. I reckon. Uh, Gray's Bistro open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. And don't forget, there's that five percent in uh, NBR. You know, that's a different show. Okay, uh, <laughs> what are we doing in the next at Sale? We're still a fair way away. But you yep, want to? You, got do, eight minutes. Do you want to just give a little yeah, early suspense tip? rules? We're going hard or going home. Yeah, moral here. Uh, are we going to are we, are we going to hear from your man Poppy in the lead up to this uh, to this contest? No, no, we're not. And you know what? I'm disappointed too because Brian's a terrific bloke. He's got a great backstory. Um, as I understand, it, a bit of a Golden Gloves boxer played for Carlton for a particular period of time in the probably 60s, I'd imagine. Um, so I was keen to have a chat to him, but you know, oh, no, you don't want to hear from me. You don't. I no, don't want to have a chat, boys. It's it's fine. And but he's one of those blokes I'd love to have a chat with, and. Uh, like if you're around here, like a few of the locals, they'd rather not have a chat. Yeah. It's usually, it's usually, I'm not sure what you find, Mitch. It's usually the uh, the metro, metropolitan trainers who are probably more accustomed to public speaking that don't mind getting up and having a chat. Yeah, well, a lot of them, you know, a lot of the a lot of the local fellas don't, you know, don't like pumping their own tyres up, pumping their own dogs up. So yeah, um, you've do, you well, you've done like you, the very start, and you know, I said I would never mention this again, but the very start of your um, uh, blossoming, blooming, uh, ascendant media career began. With me on track yep. and uh, Elizabeth Whelan uh, doing uh, socials for the Meadows on Hume Cup Night. Did was it Hume Cup Night? No, yes. yeah, Hume Cup Night. Hume Cup. It was uh, uh, going yeah, back a couple fantastic. of years ago, and it was they, it was a huge reaction because they'd never had that before, uh, and since then they do it regularly. You had a real leg up, like oh, you know, I'd only just met you, but and I didn't realise just what a swaggering beast of a beast <laughs> of a Chihuahua you are. But you were just out there, and because you've got that connection. That makes it the world of difference. Oh, it makes uh, a because, difference. because they know yeah. you, uh, and and you've got the you had the confidence to just go up and you know say, "Hey, brother, hey, yeah. sweetheart, you want to have a you want to have a little bit, you want to have a little bit of a natter with me or what?" But I've I'm always of the belief, Poppy, and I don't know yep. what you what you've thought over the course of your media career. I am actually willing to to drill a little bit because very few people that say they don't want to have an interview are upset. If you can actually get them to have an interview, very few of them 
are upset afterwards. A lot, a lot of them are actually quite happy yeah, no, with it, you know. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you don't, you don't. You know, the don't, biggest, don't get me wrong. You don't, you don't upset people, but most of the time, I'm willing to say I've had no a lot of the time at, at Greyhound tracks, particularly. Like I don't want to do it. And I'm like, yes, you will, and and just you, you will, you will, and then they're, they're happy afterwards most of the time. I had to chase, and I mean chase, Lucky Karabitsakis for an interview at the Meadows from race one till probably about race eight, mm. and I said, mate, any chance of an interview? Oh, no, I'm oh, busy, busy. And then, and he loves you. And now, is that you, Mitchie? Yeah, That's now, what he's now he absolutely so. loves it, right? But there's another bloke as well, and I'll tell you that he's he's quietish. Mm. He's confident in the way he, you know, he is. He's a very confident fella. Yeah, Mr. Corey Grenfell. Yeah. Good luck getting an interview with Corey Grenfell. I've, I've, Unle- yeah, I've done. unless unless he wins a group race, because I'll tell you right now that I I. I was bef- it was an hour before the race meeting started, and I said, "Corey, any chance of an interview? No, nah, no chance. Race two, three, four. Asked him, no chance. Tigalong Tonk is in, wins, no chance. Still, I'm like, mate, come on, surely I've earned an interview now. Race twelve on the card, something of his got up at like sixteen dollars. I got an interview at race twelve. Yeah, in the in the um, empty yard, out the front of the meadows. And, jeez, it was hard work. It was real hard work. Corey, Corey's, Corey's he's another, a great fella. Corey's another one uh, uh, a little bit like Lucky. He, he engages in a, in, a, in a filthy habit that I share. And yeah, so, darts. Yeah. So, I, and, you know, I, I, I think that uh, – well, just my experience is if you have that chat, Poppy, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an informal way before mm-hmm. the actual real chat, then yeah, all of a sudden true. it becomes, it becomes yeah, a little I've bit known easier. Him, I've known him for – Five ten years. Yeah, well, it can work, but it can work both ways. It's probably easier to say no to someone. In a lot of ways, it's easier to say yes to someone you know, but it's easier to say no as well, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas if you're just having a chat and you go, "Look, mate, you're ready, you're ready to roll." And Corey's Corey can be. Uh, he, he's a pretty serious character at times, yeah, and, and pretty pretty dour, mm. but um, he's a good bloke uh, as, as, as most of them are. Yep. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. It's, it's um, as you said, when you first, you know, introduced me to interviewing, you just said, mate, you just go and do it. Just go and, and do you remember that night we were yep. on course at the Meadows? And um, it was, yeah, Hume Cup night. Yep. And the chief steward says, boys, can you get out of the way? Mm. We were standing there at the door trying to get an interview, and he was just trying to kick us out of the way because remember there was, I think it was lightning bolts and this, that, and the other going on. Well, it was, to be honest, it was magnificent working with you and seeing how confident you were because... I've done those things before, Poppy, and and, and been with people who were just like, oh, they don't want the confrontation, and they're just like, oh, let's just leave them alone. And I'm like, most of the time they're going to be pretty happy. Like, yeah. And you just, I, I I can half bully and just say, you know, yep, no, it's your time. It's your time. Yeah, yeah. You're on the schedule. You're not on any schedule, but like you're on the schedule. It's, <laughs> it's your time to roll, and generally they're pretty happy. Hey, Poppy, do you know, well, one thing, the greatest ever harness racing driver of all time, and no one will ever be anywhere near him is a guy named Gavin Lang. He's from Warrigal mm-hmm. for a start. Yes, yep. But Brian Alford, we know that Chris Alford's the winningest Australasian driver in the history of the game. Do you know if there's any familiar connection with Brian? I, I don't, but it's 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 not the most common name, so I wouldn't be surprised if there is a connection. I, I'll, I'll ask him next time I, I see him. He's, he's gone down. Well, he'll be out in the track at the moment, I'm suspecting, with suspense rules. Talk yeah. about uh, Brian Alford and Terogan. We yes. had that conversation <laughs> earlier that Brian actually um, – Got a dog to train uh, when mm. Trelgan was up and running. He yes. entered it in the Trelgan Cup, and one of the guys who I know in the industry, Vince Borg, he actually was training this dog. Mm. And 
I always thought, you know, the dog's got ability. And, and Vince said, you know, we'll troll the hands off the clock. And mm-hmm. I bought Mega Dossa of Vince. And then Vince goes, oh, I don't have the dog anymore. It's, um, it's down in Brian Alford's. They produced it for the Terrellgan Cup, and it came out and ran absolutely airborne. Went, might have gone 30-30 or something. Yeah, and right. it was the fastest, and it, it won its way into, from the heat. I think it might, have been a, was, it might have been a semis even, or maybe not a semis, but whatever it was. It's gone into the final, and it was a $2 favourite, and it got got skittled, ran third or fourth. But the, he got the dog absolutely flying, and I'm just trying to think of the name of the dog now. It was it was a blue dog. Well, um, there's a couple that, uh, at least informally, uh, Poppy can go and chase up, Brian, and ask a couple of those questions before he leaves. But I'll tell you what, Amiga Dodge is the one that they come for here. Yeah, 250 now. Amiga Dodge is a very, very good greyhound, but he you're is. right, finds a, finds trouble quite a bit. Yep, he does. And the, the only thing that's probably in his favour here, that a slow beginner outside, California Blonde, one of your favourites. Yeah. Um, but I, I just can't see how suspense rules doesn't lead. It's got a slow beginner inside Massimo, like, and oh, Dawn Johnson did say that Massimo does, you know, it does go well off the red. The other, the other one that could be the con, uh, consternation of big odds, though, hook along books pretty yeah, quick the early. Yeah, hook along book. Uh, so that could it could even lead maybe, but if suspense rules is the one that's on the premises, ready to go, oh, it then be, it'll monster it. Be out in front. I'll, I'll give you one more roughie here. I'm very keen. We're all very keen. Suspense rules. So right? you're going to tip the? You're going to give us every dog in the race? Uh, just one more, yeah. If you could, <laughs> and I'll ask you this, nice. If you could just shut your your <laughs> pie hole. Yeah. Uh, Clayton has only had four wins, but. Um, uh, you go back to some of those runs at Sandown. Well, Sandown, Sandown four and five back, twenty nine eighty nine, twenty nine ninety five. It's not bad going for a race of this nature. So I thought Clayton was a roughie, but we're all in the camp of suspense rules and very yeah. confidently. Yep, we sure. Have are. you had a bet, Bobby? Uh, no, I haven't. I, I, I will have a little flutter um, when I say I haven't had a bet. I've had a little flutter on the two to beat the one. So an exactor. <laughs> I, I like this. Bobby says a three dollars isn't good enough for me. I, 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 I want something more out of it. Yeah, uh, I, I've gone the two to beat the one. I love Dawny Johnson, so she's got the one, obviously. And Brian's relatively confident about the two. So yeah, and I, I've I got it going for me. Multi suspense rules. You have two. And t- I was on it last week. So come on, son. I, I'm, here I'm we a, go. I'm going to pray for you here, Poppy. But this is, this would be one of my punting rules. Poppy's slightly ahead of us, so Poppy, don't say anything about how we're starting. All right. Yeah, yeah. Already, I'll, I'll talk. Get, I'll uh, talk about this when we come back. All right. At around Let's go. Dollars. It's a bit shorter on tote. Come on, suspense. Race eight of the night. Almost right to see a start. 27, 28 seconds suspense, isn't it? Plenty of noise in hey? the boxes over yeah. there. Plenty of noise in the Green boxes. Right. You can hear go. them. Listen, I'm chomping at the they bit. Want it. Pouring at the lids. Ready. Come on, son. And away. Oh. Jumps, leads, leads, leads. Amiga Dodge is there. Okay. It'll still win. It's a one, two, three. Just check slightly. Hook along, book back through the field. This is going to be interesting, isn't it? Clayton shuffled back in the race. Was You'd think Dodge at this point, wouldn't you? Yeah, but the other thing's been good. Get that kick off the bin. Get that kick off the bin. Get that kick off the bin. Who wants to go again? Oh, that's a big win. That's a good win. What's the time? 24.85. That makes me sick. Of all dogs, to lob right on the hammer. Two from California Blonde Massimo. Oh, well, the money was right. The punters got it right. We didn't get it right, unfortunately. That was for the second leg of multi. Seven, two, and six, and Clayton's trying to place again. I should have just gone each way on all the roughies that I liked tonight. I reckon and it would have been uh, it would have been better. Up the Dale and Victory Chase and Clayton. Yeah, I can see your multi. Oh, that's ugly. I don't want to see that ever again. I'd prefer to see a picture of something. Don't show me that ever again. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, 7.28. Let's go to fast talking with the Bond Bang, please, Michael. Oh, now let's, let's on Sale Sundays, it. it's time for fast talking. 
That All right, hurts, that All hurts right. Poppy, doesn't it? It well, does, Only yeah. one dog you don't want on your hammer. Yeah. And, and, you, and you made mention of it. And as soon as you made mention of it, 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 it actually it grew in confidence, that Amiga oh, Dodge. No, Breaks your heart. It would have been a nice little collect for you, bitch. Yeah, somewhere, oh, yeah. you know, between yeah. the uh, five and uh, five yeah. and one. Yeah. Right in the middle. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Seven. I don't want to see it. <laughs> It's sick. Makes yep. me sick. Uh, look, this will brighten your day. Uh, listening to J-Bond, if you were a breed of dog, J-Bond, what would you be? I would be a, uh, a blue healer. A blue healer? What would Mitch be? Mitch would be a Jack Russell. He's just nipping away. He's just barking and he's small and he's, and he's a little bit aggressive. <laughs> would you rather climb Ayers Rock or Sydney Harbour? Ayers Rock. Your biggest weakness? Uh, I have many. I reckon I... Uh, I I, I like to enjoy life, and I probably enjoy it a little bit too much. Okay. Uh, your biggest pet hate? Uh, Someone stealing the food off your plate. No. <laughs> ru- rudeness is right up there. Ru- mm-hmm. Rudeness and just, just, just stupid intolerance of, of the way other people want to live their lives. <laughs> uh, all right. Quick game of word association. Ben Simmons. Overrated. Liz Cambridge. Uh, diseased. Lockdown. First, first yeah, frustra- frustrating. Protests. In, 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 if they're meaningful. Uh, vaccination. Uh, difficult. Paralympics. Yes. Vegemite. Amazing. Marmite. Uh, second tier. Good work. All right. Uh, greatest Australian sports person. Rod Laver. Lamington, oh, he was great, wasn't he? Um, Lamington or Pavlova? Lamington. Ox tongue or liver? <laughs> uh, ox tongue. Brussels sprouts or squash? <sighs> squash. Got no taste to it, squash. Uh, break dancing as an Olympic sport. Problem is Brussels sprouts has got a taste and it's bloody horrific. Um, <laughs> uh, true, no, true. No, but like anything goes these days. If you could be a gold medalist in what sport would it be? Uh, well, it, 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 basketball. Parents' heritage. Uh, I am. Well, my my dad was uh, half Maori and mm-hmm. half Scottish, and Mum was uh, I was you know, British, but I think there was some Irish and, and all the rest of it. So, quarter I'm quarter Maori, and uh, the rest of it's a conglomeration of the uh, of the British Isles. All right. So, grandparents, we won't go there. That sounds confusing. If we yeah. go one one more, um, what? Where was your last holiday? Well, working holiday to Queensland, to, to Auckland. Okay. Um, where was your next one? Yeah, well, you'd you, you, you think local, but I, uh, I, 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 haven't been, I haven't done a lot of work with the state, so I'd like to go to America. Once, once they've killed, every, you know, they've killed 10% have, of the population up there. Have you been in the States before? Yes, but only briefly, and I really haven't done it properly, so I'd like to do it properly. Where'd you go? Vegas. Oh, yeah. I, I did the... Um, I went over to uh, Hollywood with my – well, we weren't married at the time. So we, we went to Hollywood, spent five days there. And uh, she, she she was a bit of a fan of uh, – what's the uh, pump lady, whatever her name is. So we had to go to uh, Sir Restaurant and Tom Toms and whatever else. And then we hired a uh, convertible Mustang. Oh. And uh, we drove the Mustang from L.A. through to Vegas. And then we uh, got married in Vegas at uh, at uh, the wedding chapel with Elvis Presley. Holy jeez! Um, and and then we uh, sort of headed up to San Francisco and 
spent a little while there before we shot off over to Europe. So, mate, San my, Fran, my, my, been there. yeah, I like San Fran. My, it's, I'd like to do a lot more of the states, actually. You have. You, you, when I was asking you those tough questions last week, Poppy, you sounded sound, very tough. You sounded like you had a couple of regrets in life, but I tell you what, you sound like you've lived a bloody life, mate. At the end of the day, I reckon the biggest regret anyone can have is if they don't. They never have a crack. That in in racing parlance, they stick back four fence and never make a move. Like, is it? You sound like you, you sound like you've you, you're you're going to have some stories at the end of the day, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, I've got some good ones. I've made some I've made some moves, but I've gone too early a few times. <laughs> would I? Would a question? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's um, you know. There's nothing too yeah. personal. Just no, go, no, just, it's just not. Crack away. Would, would you rather have? Uh, a monster bank account, but not, you know, explored the world, like, or, you know, done numerous things you'd like, or had, you know, just a okay, you know, lot of bank account, but done so much. Oh, that's, that's, that's easy. That, that's it? me. Yeah, yeah. It, it is easy. I've always had the feeling that he who has the most when he dies loses. Yeah, well, well, but, yeah, well I, was, I was having this chat with Damo, and, you know, he's talking about this and that, and I'm just like, you can't take it with you. You cannot take it with you. And by the way, oh. if you wait till you're 76, you ain't yeah. doing anything with it anyway, my no, friend. Yeah, exactly go, go, right. You've got to enjoy it. Yep. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I so what we much. need to do is get some more money so we can enjoy it immediately. Yes. So, boys, I need some winners for you from you guys from races 9 to 12. Uh, well, I've only had a look at races 9 and 10, but you are very good. You can be very good in the, in the uh, 11 and 12 region. Yeah. Uh, my friend Peacock, my friend. Uh, so let's have a look what I like in the next couple. I was keen in race 9... On Enabler, I thought. I thought there's not a lot of early speed there. Queen Kathleen should lead, but I reckon if Enabler's right in the hammer, it'll run past it. And Father Fevos is going to be very hard to beat. But I thought the five and eight Quinella uh, might just pay a little bit more. It's not not a lot, but a little bit more if you wanted to have a bet. What do you reckon, Peacock? So my best show. Well, my bets for the last four races. I think that. The red will lead and win the next Queen Kathleen. I reckon Queen it's off and gone. Yep, mm-hmm. I reckon it's just too good early, and uh, it seems like it's improving each run, getting stronger. So yeah, I think it'll win. Now I reckon probably one of the best roughies of the night is in race ten, number four, Hurry Harry. I thought it was a huge run last week. For those out there that looked at the replays, it was a monster. It's twelve dollars and three thirty at the moment. Uh, I think Mac Rooster will win race eleven. I reckon he's beautifully drawn seventeen seventy odd last time out at Cranny. Uh, should light him up off the back, and um, he's gone twenty four ninety nine at sale, so he looks hard to beat. And then I think the old uh, race twelve number eight patience pays. It does have patience to wait till the last race. So probably one of the better bets of the night. This thing should be winning off uh, a wide draw, vacant inside, vacant box five, no pressure. It should just roll to the front. You spoke like an absolute statesman. We're going to go to a break. Come back. I might give Poppy a few more of these questions. I know that one, I... One sec, one yeah. sec. Bowie's Justin Bowman's just turned around. Bowie, thumbs up or down for Hurry Harry? Big chance. He's put the, he's put the thumbs... He's, sorry, mate. Uh, Bowie's just said the eight wins easy. The eight wins easy. Is that what he reckons? That's what he thinks. So keep that in mind. I, th- I just thought for a moment there that uh, Paul Bowie didn't have thumbs because uh, Poppy was just looking going, the thumb, I, I just can't... Where is it? I can't. Is it? Is it? So, we're going to go to a break here on Sale Sundays. Uh, get, the Grace Bistro is open for takeaway at the moment at the Sale really? Greyhound Club. Pick up or free delivery oh. in Sale. We're going to come back. I might drill 
uh, Poppy a little bit more when we come back. He's oh. he, 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 look. It has to be said. He was in a corner and I was giving him the form and he, like I was smashing him you like formal smashing Ali. Having said that, it took me until Wednesday. It took me until Wednesday to get out, get rid of, rid of my headache. Yeah, no, I, 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 can, I thought so deeply about those questions. Well, I can tell you what we know. What happened in the end of the Rumble in the Jungle? Uh, the Rover date worked and Ali fought back, and you will do the same, Poppy. Let's get to a break on South Sundays. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Gray's Bistro, open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. Welcome back to Sale Sundays, Gray's Bistro, open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. And I'll tell you what, you wouldn't have wanted to hear what Tomo was saying off air just then about your below... You, you, you're Richmond, aren't you, Poppy? Yes? Uh, I'm a Tiger Man. Yeah, yeah. no, you wouldn't know. I'll tell you what. Going back, going back to some, some dark rumours of the part, like I, I can't even talk about it. Um, and, uh, it's, you know, you wonder whether it's haunting the club. Anyway, we move forward from all that. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, uh, to smash you with a few of these, uh, Poppy, if you're prepared. Yeah, I'm just about ready. I was just, uh, a mate of mine who's at the Macau races just sent through a menu. He asked for a snack menu. Um, shark fin soup, $880. I'm not sure what that equates to in Macau dollars. Well, he... um, fried noodle with pork, 138 That sounds about right. Poached flowering cabbage, 98 Stewed chicken feet in preserved sauce, 48 Yeah. Steamed fish meatballs, 48 Pepper steamed pork balls, uh, 48 Sponge cake, 48 Pumpkin sesame balls, steamed walnut bun. What's congee with pork filling? Oh, yeah, congee. Like it's like a, it's like a uh, rice but watered. Okay. Watered mm. down. Mango and pomelo sago and Chundi's double skin milk, $48. Anyway, now we've got none of those on our menu. Love a bit of Chundi's double skin milk. I can't, yeah. I can't go through a week without a bit of Chundi's, honestly, <laughs> to be honest. I, uh, and you know what the best – it's been a good moderation from Poppy tonight. So last week he was talking about um, uh, Darren Cahill and Roger Rashid. He's mm-hmm. ducked it back now. So the name dropping is only a, a, a very large bookmaker but didn't name him and a bloke who works at the Macau races but didn't name him. So the name dropping sort of just now – People in yeah. extremely high positions, yes. but without actually going, you're not actually. Naive. So I think I think this is a great progression, Poppy. I think we're moving in the right direction. We're trending well. Uh, you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Do, do, do you want to do your little stinger for fast talking with uh, with, with Poppy here, Tomo? Where you go, sir? Now on Sale Sundays, it's time for fast talking. All right, well, let's have let's have a look at a few of these. I'll try I'll try and I'll try and find the the, the, the softer balls early at least. Okay. Okay. Don't know why I said softer balls. Just follow them if you medium Yeah, no, I think softer balls was probably the... First Uh, thing that comes into my head, you're getting that. Okay. Which talent would you most like to have? Uh, Play a musical instrument. Well, we did. I think we might have done that because I said I was going to teach you how to get a guitar. What is your most treasured possession? Uh, Outside my children? Is that we're talking about a... Well, no, I think it's probably a a, a corporeal... Yeah, like an actual thing. Um, Treasured possession... Very good question. Oh, I've got a diary that um, would be my treasured possession. How long have you kept a diary for? Well, what I've done, in fact, so I've always had in the back of my head, I wanted to go somewhere and write down uh, either famous or sayings or or moments from a movie or whatever, some phrase, some line that catches my attention. Mm-hmm. So I, I bought myself a diary many years ago and I... Four years ago, I went to Perugia in the middle of Italy, and I wrote down all of those things, and I will pass it down to my son to t- 
take that diary to a place that means something special to him to write down things that are important to him at some stage as well. Shit, that's outstanding. That, 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 and, and now, now we've gone from um, from uh, taking the Mustang and now we're in Perugia. So the bloke's lived a life. <laughs> if, I wouldn't, if I lived your life, it wouldn't worry me if I had five bucks in the bank and, I'm, and you definitely don't. So let's move forward. Uh, what do you most value in your friends? Uh, loyalty. Yeah, I don't mind that. It's a very good answer. Um, what is it that you most dislike? Uh, well, the traffic lights, arrogant people, and um, uh, what would be the opposite of loyalty? Uh, betrayal. Betrayal. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. Neither <laughs> do I. Um, uh, where, this is a good one. This is tough. When and where were you most happy? When, when were you happiest in your life? Um, well, I'll go back to Italy. Italy's my spot. For some reason, I've got a calling to it, and I'd love to spend a bit more time there, a lot more time there. And, I, I thought I was going to say that, you know, his happiest time will be in a few weeks when we get down there. <laughs> oh, that, well, that may well be <laughs> the case. I think, I, think, I think if you was to make a top five list, that'd, 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 that'd sneak, sneak in. in. We yeah. might get a podium. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else have we got here? Um, what words or phrases – I haven't actually found this from you, but what words or phrases do you most overuse? Uh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%? I, I, yeah, 100% I use way too much, but I love the saying. I, I got that off a mate of mine, Ben Horn. Uh, he, he used it, and I loved it. And Yeah, it fits the bill. I do overuse it, I'm sure. Do you chuck, do you chuck in the old, uh, the old 100 in the text with the, with, with the red writing? Yeah, every so often, yes. 100%. <laughs> uh, 100% I'll do, mate. Um, let's have a look at this. Uh, what's your greatest extravagance? Uh it would probably be gambling and alcohol. That's, oh, God, that's God it. Bless. I I, yeah, I know. I don't. You know, I'm not a. You know, I don't spend a lot on clothes. I don't spend a lot on travel. I. I yeah. Now nah, that's that's it. What do you consider the most overrated virtue? Um. What's a virtue? Explain like, virtue. Like, like something that something that people hold up in people and say, "Oh, it's great to be this," or "It's great to be like." It's an admirable quality in a person. Mm. I, I, I'll, uh, I'll give you mine. Yeah, I, I, give me an I don't like. I think humility is overrated, <laughs> obviously, mm-hmm. and I think the idea of being nice. Some people really want to be known as nice, and I think I think if I think if you're known as nice, it means you're, you're obedient to others. So I, I think niceness and and humility are a little bit overrated. Yeah. It's, good, it's good to have a certain level of humility, but uh, I don't. I, yeah, I, I think you're allowed to say if you think you're okay at something. Yeah, look, I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast on the way to work today, and he made the point, and it's a good point too, he said today, in today's world, there is no way you can get through with everyone liking you. You yeah. just cannot. It, it, wherever you stand on something, someone's going to oppose and dislike you for your thoughts on that. So, whereas at some stages, I'm sure people get through life with everyone liking them, today it's impossible. There's just... Yeah, left or right, they, they don't like you for some reason. So, all right, with all that in mind, um, I just think that probably sports people are held, uh, I'm not sure if this is what you're looking for as far as virtue, but I, I think sports people being held on pedestals is somewhat irrelevant. Yeah, I, I well, it, 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 it's sort of a sideways uh, answer, but it, but it's, it, that, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Mm. Ask so uh, uh, Tomo and Michael have had a chat, and they want you me to ask you this: What's your favourite Joe Rogan podcast episode? 
Uh, look, I've, no, the, the one I listened to most recently about um, a, a vaccination for COVID that was overlooked after 40 years of testing, and I can't remember what it was now, uh, why that wasn't used when the uh, medical practitioners believe it could rid the world of COVID in 12 months in favour of giving the big farmers $3 billion and no liability to come up with a alternative vaccination has a few scratching their heads. So I just found it went for two hours, so it, it took me a while to get through. Obviously, uh, two trips to sail there and back, but <laughs> it was a it was a good it was a good podcast. All right, I'll give you a couple more. Um, over, over, you've done a fair few jobs. What's been your favourite occupation? Uh, probably being it. I was lucky being a sports journal because I went to a lot of sporting events. So. That was that was a good one, and I'm I'm quite happy where I am now. And I, I, this isn't here, but I, just interesting because I've thought about this question. Uh, I think about too much stuff, but over over the lockdown in particular. But like, talk about just give us your uh, you know you got plenty of great years ahead of you. But what, what's what's the benefit of aging? Because a lot you know a lot of, in the world today, everyone looks at aging as. Um, as a negative, everyone wants to be as young as possible. They're botoxing their heads and all the rest of it. But what's what's the great benefit? You, you seem very comfortable in your own skin. You probably always have been. But what's the benefit? Um, I think just seeing seeing your you know your your friends and your family grow up and being a part of it. I just you know I can't wait to see my grandson for his first birthday in a couple of weeks if we can get out of town. I, I just love that process. And Tomo's got another one here. How old does J Bond look? Jay Bond would be 32 to 36. You've, you've won, Poppy. I've won? Yeah, 100%. You can, you can, you can send that out. Four, 41 for the Jay Bond. So 32 for 41. Oh, you're doing well. 32 to 36. Very good. There's been fast talking. Good work. Popolenko, and I'll tell you what, he won't have that headache to Wednesday. I reckon he, he travelled then, I reckon, Peacock. Yeah, he was cruising, wasn't he? He was absolutely cruising. There, there was another question about where would you most like to live, but I think we, we've already worked that one out, haven't we, Poppy? Yeah. Italy. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I, I love it. Italy. It was great. So I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one thing. Going back to my great weakness, as we go one minute away from sale, is that I, I don't plan ahead because I'm a, I, I live a little bit too much day by day, week by week. Mm-hmm. Have you got Have you got the plan for when you're actually going to do this, Poppy, or not? Um, when you're no, going no, to have no, your time? Uh, look, a lot's going to depend on Powerball next Thursday. <laughs> well, that, you, because at the moment I've got enough money to retire and live the rest of my life happy as long as I die Wednesday week. So that would cause a few. That causes me a few problems. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's about me as well. So, all right, race, uh, race nine coming up at. He's just smashed the three here in Abler. Yeah, the reds the, on the drift. That's the one that I liked. I, gee, it has been smashed. It wasn't fate. Like, no, nah. I don't think it was even favourite earlier. So it's into a dollar eighty-five. I'm very. There's just not a lot of speed here. I reckon one leads probably three right to Tamara. It'll be too strong for it, in my opinion. Um, I didn't really like anything else here, to be honest. I reckon they, they're just going to... I wouldn't be surprised if they drew away, but uh, I don't like tipping $1.80 shots, but I think it wins. Peacock, you? You don't like tipping $1.80 pops, but your best of the night was 2 bucks, and that ain't much difference. But as long as they win, that's all that matters. Uh, the red here, 7%, please. by the way, just to, just to just clear, your, clear your mind. Uh, the a red. $1.80 to $2 is massive. Uh, and Aussie legend just pissed him, uh, just for those in the cheap <laughs> sense. Uh, you like the red? Yeah. Head-to-head? Yeah. All right, this will be number one. After the show, uh, for those who want to have a look behind the curtain, Peacock and I will go through a series of trying to throw uh, objects, usually screwed up balls of paper, and Brewster Brothers 
Yeah. Um, iced coffee or chocolate into a bin. So this will can be the first test. Can you send the video test. to me and I'll put it up on Sale Dog's page? Sure can. Only if only if Peacock actually sends you the, the video of me absolutely destroying him in an arm wrestle, okay? And then you'll get the full book. Oh, I don't okay. have it. Just in case you win tonight, which you have been winning too much lately. Race nine at Sale. Away they go. You're, you're on the big drift here. Come on, Queen. Robert Bean. He's had a lot of uh, success with this litter. And enabler. I'm a bit of an enabler. There's good money, though, for Queen Kathleen. Which good was money for Queen And I've got plenty Kathleen. of enablers in my life. It's great. Here we go. Come on, Queen. Away and racing. Oh, enablers jumped. One. Queen Kathleen and enabler. Yeah, well, one, two this, is, this is exactly as I thought it would pan out, and the enablers is going to crush it. See you later. How you been? You been good? Enjoy your lives. I wish for you joy and happiness, as Whitney Houston said in the bodyguard. Yeah, I am. This was a great Quinella, I reckon. Wasn't it? And we, uh, and we remember in memorial the great Avicii, who's no longer with us. Uh, I'm sure that Poppy's been to the birthplace of Avicii. It seems like he's been everywhere else. Uh, Where was Avicii born? He was, uh, he, he was, he was lost way too early, wasn't he? He yeah. almost at his prime when we lost him. Yeah, he was, he was flying. That, but I tell you what, that life of being a, uh, I mean, I say, I say, I overdo it sometimes. He's Swedish. Um, those guys, they. Both, so we come in here as broadcasters, and you would know this, uh, life, Poppy. You go, you got it's high energy, and mm-hmm. you, uh, but imagine going your life being you've got to be a DJ in Ibiza and like all those places. Oh. So like you wouldn't you wouldn't sleep. Like it'd just be every single night would be a party to the point where you were in big bother, and that exact has paid three dollars sixty. That is wow, that's money that's, for jam. Yeah. Um. Yes, you can hear the race call next time. Uh, I apologise. Uh, th- this person doesn't listen to the lids fly, I don't wow. think. Jeez. So, remember what they used to call Richard Hadley? The word on the end's fantastic as well. Okay. Well, we can call wankers. But, you know, that, and uh, we will let you listen to the race call. And to be honest, most of the time on sale Sundays we do. You obviously don't listen on Thursday night because on that very popular show... Nobody gets to hear any race calls ever virtually because people are screaming over the top of it. It's been another great show. When do you reckon – have you got any vibe – I don't want to ask Peacock this because he'll blow up. Have you got any vibe when you reckon things will get a little bit uh, a little bit more open? Do you, do you think this is going to be a short one or a long one, Poppy, this long lockdown? One. Yeah, so do I. Long one. I'm thinking I'm – thinking I get reasonably good advice. It's, well, it's been accurate. I'm not sure – well, it's been accurate previously, and the advice that I got was lockdown for another four weeks with the ring of steel around Melbourne. Yeah, and I reckon that's a minimum probably because you just think to yourself, the problem is as soon as we come out of it any time at the moment, what is it, for a few days? And then it'll pop up again. Pop up again, yep. No comment. Thanks for your time, Poppy. We'll uh, we'll join you again. Not at sale, unfortunately. Um, And if you could bring that food up pretty soon, mate, because we're getting quite hungry from the Grey's Bistro, that'd be great. On its way, uh, we just got the van at the panel beat. As soon as it comes out, (laughs) we're straight to Melbourne. (laughs) It's Poppy. Well done, Peacock. Thanks, mate. You too. Um, Pleasure. And, and well done to Essendon as well. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.